live. Bam. We're live. I got toe spacers. The Danielle Brandon toe spacers. I normally do the show with socks on. Ah, that's not true. About 50-50. I'm going to I'm going to leave these in here so I remember to wear these. I'm going to start wearing these during the show. I don't know what they're going to do. They feel great. Have you guys ever seen these up close? This thing, this side, wait, this side over here goes, oh, oh it's backwards. It goes over your, uh, your big toe. And then, and so this thing hangs over your big toe and then this thing, this last one here wedges in your little toe. No, they don't sponsor me. They should. But these feel really good and I'm curious to try them. I'm mostly barefoot anyway. I don't know. I don't know. My kids love them. If I leave these out, my kids will put these on. I don't think, I don't know if you're supposed to put these on kids because they're still growing and their shit's all malleable. Uh, dude, uh, Dakota Miller's uh, put butt plug question mark, but I, I'm not familiar with that industry, but it, it seems like uh, toe spacers could have a line of that butt, butt plug spacer or something. Do deadlifts in them? Really? Excuse me. They're comfortable. I wore them, uh, I don't know, one of the semifinals this weekend. Excuse me, I had them in for like two hours. They're totally comfortable. No, no, I don't have them upside down. What are you talking about? I watched a YouTube video on it. Oh, really? You think they go like this? You think it goes on like this and my toes go in here like this? No, no, no. There's no way. All right, I'll watch a video on it too then. I don't think so though. I think it goes like this. And I, I would show you. I would put them on my feet and show you, but I'm afraid one of you might throw up. I want to do that to you. Hey, I I know this is this might sound uh, totally double standard, which I guess I'm okay with. That's part of my shtick, right? Uh, the, con the the confused double standard of Sevon Matosian. I I didn't like the. Um, in the chat, for those of you who who watched the uh, CrossFit, oh Jeff, what's up, dude? Really sorry you didn't get to see the. Uh, uh, you don't need those, Sevon. You have Hobbit feet. Fair. Uh, it's a shame, Jeff, you didn't get to see me uh, take the piss out of you yesterday. I showed a, a fan with a uh, five thousand live viewers. I showed a video of you working out. It was probably one of our biggest live shows ever. Um, you're famous. Uh, I didn't like the um, the Brooke Wells and uh, Noah Olson bashing in the comments. I really did not like that. Uh, to call her like people were calling her, and they don't. And you know, I, it, like I'm, I'm a little. The reason why it's kind of um, double standards because you know I'm frustrated that uh, in my own little way that Brooke and Noah won't come on the show. I mean, I don't really care, but it's like it's one of the acts I play to be frustrated. And you know, they've done some things in the past. Um, obviously that frustrate me, but, uh, it, it's kind of, it's kind of their game day and people are bashing them and people are calling. Um, I don't think, I don't think the Noah bashing came from seven Yeah. And even if it was, I'm not trying to control, I'm not trying to control anyone. I'm just sharing with you how I feel like I, I all the time I've ever spent in person, mano a mano with Brooke and Noah. And, and it's some substantial time at the games. Uh, they've been so fucking cool. 
two of the coolest just stick the camera in their face and go and take the piss out of them make fun of them there's a great scene between Brooke Wells and Travis Mayer and myself where we're making fun of how many uh, Instagram followers Travis Mayer has. And Brooke just goes with it. Like we even joke about, hey, she said, uh, if you want some followers, you can take a picture with me. And, and it's just it's fucking hilarious and it's fun. And you can tell she's a good sport and she's just cool. And for people to be calling her an Instagram athlete and just shit like that, I'm just like, come on, man. It, it, it's not even close to true. And uh I don't know. And, and the same with Noah, people calling him cringe and shit. Like he really is. I, I've, I see him as really being that nice. So to hate on a guy who just happens to be fucking nice as shit just seems a little overboard. No, nah, his days on the show are over. I think, I think he's, uh, he just, he, I think he wants some space from it. And, and I'm, and I'm, and to be honest with you, as much as it frustrates me is, um, I, I, I don't, I don't blame anyone either. You're trying to fucking just, you're trying to sell toe spacers and um I'm I, I have zero tolerance for pedophilia and and yet you think that I shouldn't use toe spacers as an example. Uh you're trying to sell iPhones and um and and, and I have no tolerance for pedophilia, but you're like, man, that's uh one million iPhones. Like uh, times uh eighteen hundred dollars a pop, uh let's say a thousand for ease of use. So that's three more zeros on there, that's ten million. That's a hundred. That's a billion dollars. Like, sorry, pet, I can't. I can't bash pedophiles. I get it. You don't. I, I get it. Um, but I, but I, but I. That's I have. I have different values, or I draw the line somewhere different. So. Uh, the truth is, 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 is it's not. It's not. Um, it's not Danny Spiegel that's the beacon of moral authority. It's. It's. Uh, it's me. It's Sevan. You only see what you are, right? Uh, Sevan, you're looking at the trolls that are bashing like that. There are clearly some areas uh, they could be pointed out, but that's probably not the athlete's fault. It's more of the media. I'm not sure exactly what you mean, but yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, uh, James Townsend on a flight back home. Keep me entertained, Sevan. Okay, I'll do my best. Uh, Blade, Blade Walker, uh, pop quiz. Sevan, who raps the song Levels? Uh, 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 um, uh, Meek Mills, Meek Mills. Why did I think that was Tyga? Didn't Tyga come to the games one year? By, by the way, a, 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 he either, either stoned out of his mind or a dick or both. Because when he was there, it's always weird when there's... I, I, you know, famous sometimes famous people, they're so fucking uptight. He was so uptight. He had this entourage with him, and he was so uptight. He was so uptight. When Dave and I went to, one time went to Rick Ross's house, he wasn't, he wasn't... I mean, it was at his house... Uh, and Garrett Fisher was there, and we were all hanging out and working out. But uh, he was not uptight. Maybe it's because it was at his house. But man, Tiger was uptight. It, it did not look fun to be him. But shit, I thought he sung uh, Levels. <laughs> I had that all wrong yesterday on the show. No one even corrected me. It sucked. Blade obviously knew. Hi. Good morning. I was just being sensitive this morning. About what? I was just sensitive to the, the Noah bashing and Brooke Wells bashing in the comments. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, it wasn't us. I, I mean, I'm not trying to control people even if it is. Like, if you don't like Noah, but, but bash away. I'm just saying I didn't like it. What were they bashing him on? You know, uh, broke like a, um Instagram 
Instagram athlete or she's overrated. It's like, dude, she, she was number five at the games last year. And then people saying that Noah's cringe. And I, I just, I just don't see it. Hey, there were people at HQ who used to say that about him too, who are now like butt buddies with him. And, um, you know, he did that thing. He, he came on the scene and he patted Spieler on the head one, one year at the game. Mm-hmm. Spieler. Spieler. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But I, I thought he was <laughs> Uh, some were bashing you, Sevy, but we sent them straight and ignored them. Yeah, that's. I'm, but I'm a big boy. I I deserve a little bashing. Um, I am the most toxic man in uh, CrossFit. I was also thinking about that the other day too. If you were, if you were, if you were, um, I, I'm trying to think if I would. I'm trying to think what are my issues and if I would ever attack anyone regarding my issues specifically. Like, I'm really sensitive. Like, I don't say shit about people's kids. But I might uh, if um, – if uh, and recently – the irony is, is recently I was caught saying something about someone's kids. I didn't say it by, by name, but the person whose kids I was referencing for their behavior heard the show and, and really fucking got bent out of shape. And, and I understood it. Even though I didn't think I was in the wrong, I understood it completely, and I apologized like a thousand times over. But I would never call someone out by, na- by name. Um, I'm trying to think that girl, that girl clearly has mental issues that she's open about. Right. That's part of her shtick. Her identity is I'm fucked up mentally, the sporty Beth girl. Right. And yet she made a video that did I like, what if I would have killed myself? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're forgetting the part that she's the morally correct and superior one. But if you're, but if you're right, but, right. but if you, but if, but if your issue is, is that you're fucking mentally disturbed it's like having Down syndrome and making your shtick, making fun of people with Down syndrome. It, not for comedy's sake, but for like trying to hurt them. Like, what if you had Down syndrome and your whole shtick was is to like abort all Down syndrome babies? Jesus. Except for me, of course. <laughs> I mean, it just it seems. Uh, it's like it's like George Soros. He's a Jew, but as he he went around uh, gathering up the Jews as a young man, fourteen year old boy, and killing jews it's just it's it, something seems off it's like cannibalism or, or or shows some like serious lack of empathy yeah that's what i was gonna say lack of empathy lack of self-awareness like i i like colton because he's he's on my team he's my people and it's not that he's armenian <laughs> and it's not that he has a giant hog although he might well some other it's some it's one other trait we have in common uh, Barry McCockiner, 499, speaking of Travis Mayer, listening to the Training Think Tank show after the CrossFit Games. He went off on HQ, and Training Think Tank was the only training camp that didn't get a media pass. Oh, oh, you mean at this event in the East? I don't know if that's true, but I like it. I don't think – uh, no, that's not true. I was going to say, I don't think CrossFit's vindictive like that, but they are. Man, I, I did you see the text I sent a uh, Jr. and um, genius? I thought it was that's a great oh, thank you. idea. Yeah, oh, thank I really you. liked it, especially because we got two more weeks coming up. So I think that's gonna add like a ton of value for people going to the event. Okay. Oh, Taylor says okay. They're so, into it. Oh, he is okay. Yeah, and I I don't think the timing matters that much if they're gonna do it on um, shut up and scribble because then as long as they got their their times to make, they're good to go. Oh shit. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. They want to do five PM Easter. Okay, I I can't do that, but they can. Do you see the time they're they're asking for? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Up to you. And we're open Wednesday. We have no one Wednesday night. 
Well, we originally had the gentleman from Australia, but the subject matter. Oh, this is a 49ers issue. Correct. So we may want to, and he was totally cool about it. And he, he double checked in with us last night and was like, Hey, what's kind of, what's up for this week? We had pushed it till now. Do we want to push it a little more? Yeah, can we more? Yeah. Because I want you guys to be able to as freely as you possibly can have that conversation. Cause I think his story is really interesting. Are you putting on toe spacers? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know that? Because it looks smaller than a sock. It's larger than a butt plug. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, so it looks like Wednesday they're going to do a crazy pro tip show. Yeah. Um, and it will be J.R. Howell and um, the bald guy, the thumb, uh, Taylor Self. And they're going to come on here and basically take everything that they learned. And they let me tell you, those guys both studied the shit out of the regionals, out of the semifinals this week. Oh, yeah. And so they're going to give you their pro tips um on on basically everything whether you're a fan where to sit uh whether you're injured and you're an athlete and you should tell the staff or hide it um what what are the the the, the cheats the hacks um should you you know that thing that luke parker did where he he flipped it before the event he flipped his bag over the right way he was the only one to do that they're going to point out all that shit mm-hmm. that you should do when you should use your grips when you shouldn't how you should pace the bike event it's going to be cool but I also like too how you gave it some spectator stuff, like which event would you sit where? Like yeah, all that. Yes, it's like where you know that type of stuff. Should you wear? Should you wear? Uh, event three is so fucking long. Should you wear depends so you don't have to get up and go to the bathroom? <laughs> New uh, sponsor depends yeah. sixty five plus division. Uh, yes, it's true. I meant semis. Wow, Barry, crazy. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll text Max after the show and see if that what what he got on that. Did you see they were going live too at the uh, the end just in the hotel room? I did, someone did tell me that it looked like a porn porn set. Yeah, definitely it was super casual. Uh, Tales from an average gay CrossFitter. Um, are you average? Are you an average CrossFitter or are you an average gay guy? Like, there's too many categories you're suggesting. Yeah, what is average is is average pointing at gay or crossfitter? I think if people participate in high level sports, then bashing comes with the territory. Not saying it's right. Yeah, of course, you, I, I agree. Saying it's right, but that's my part of it. My two cents. You're totally right. You, you, you're you're fucking one hundred percent right. You're you're right. If you're gonna, yeah, and 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 you know, on that on that level, you could even take it further, Mister Gay, and be um, gay and average. You could say they should be thankful, right? You should be thankful that people are bashing. Although there, I mean, there's levels to it. I, I there's levels to it. But if, but if people don't like you, um, the, I mean, I guess on one level, and you're playing a professional sport, I guess that's a um, on one level that's really cool. Uh-oh. I oh, oh, I was on the wrong. I was on the wrong one. I just saw. I just got your text. I was on the wrong background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple. I'll I'll delete those other ones out of there. We got or just or they're kind of cool or just add uh, California hormones to it. That's what this one is. The other one, oh. you had, yeah, this was just uh, that was me testing it out. And um, we got the paper street coffee in the cup is the eraser today. I think. That's- oh shit! I think I am putting these on upside down. The eraser. Do we need a tutorial? Is there a wait? What about paper street coffee? Say that again. Uh, Cody had asked which paper street I was uh, drinking, and I said I'm drinking the eraser. I do a double oh. shot of espresso with a little bit of a hot water. And then I ran our banner ad to let them know they could go to paperstreetcoffee.com, use code 7 on checkout for a discount, and it's paper S T. 
coffee.com. Don't spell out street like my mom did and buy $75 worth of coffee from the wrong place. She was heartbroken. She was heartbroken. No, no, no. I'm heartbroken. (laughs) Not only was she upset, but you're stealing from the boys' future. Okay. Go to the right, right one. You got, are you okay over there? I just put them on. I put them on differently. I put one on. Oh, shit. I think someone is right. Oh, my goodness. I think I. Are you going to give us a little. A little view no. after its little feet. No. feet oh, pick. No. Oh, no. <laughs> little feet see for the people. No. I was taking a nap yesterday. My boys came over and they're, I, I, I can hear them in the room and I have an eye pillow on and I'm just laying in the sun that's coming in through the window and on the floor. Mm-hmm. And I hear them come in and then I hear them walk. They're walking around me and I, can, I can't tell what they're going to do, but they're getting ready to fuck with me. <laughs> and then I hear them. They start discussing my toe. I'm like barely awake. They're like, what happened to his toe? And I have one of my toenails is like completely the bottom where it attaches to the toe is completely eaten off. And then like you can look in there and see that there's another nail growing underneath it. Oh. It's, just, it's just fucked up. Damn. Yeah. I would show it to you guys, but someone would probably throw up. <laughs> and somebody would but, probably get off. But <laughs> can you, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> uh, I saw Sevon's toe. Use code Sevon for 10% off. Well, thank you. Look at a, vi- a videographer. Where's Toe Spacer at? They need to become an official sponsor, I think. Um, Hiller's Therapist, uh, 326 people watching and only 52 likes. Hey, did you see that? I, um, thank you, uh, Mr. Therapist. Did you see that uh, Hiller called me last night at, at midnight, his time? Oh, dude, I was out last night. I don't know yeah. how you were awake still. I, well, it was only nine for me. No, I know, but I fell asleep like or I fell asleep at like almost five and I woke back up at like 7 30. I was like, I need to eat dinner and go back to bed. <laughs> I napped. I napped once yesterday. Mm, nice. Yeah, it was it was brutal getting up at 4 45. Yeah, that's an, an early wake up call. Uh Kenneth Delap. Seven, I got a story that will make you upset. I had a dream my dog had shit in the house. Woke up and sure enough, shit in the house. But it wasn't my dog's. Oh, whose was it? I'm glad you put some interest on that story there, though. Yon <laughs> uh, Clark. Uh, wow. Careful with that photo, buddy. That's Dude. careful with that one. Wow. Uh, you know, tomorrow is going to be someone in here called Sevon's Toe. Even if it takes that long, it'll probably be Sevon's Toe in the next five minutes. <laughs> the, the thing with uh, the thing I was saying about uh, um, it's so funny thing i was saying about emma carey and thanking religious people it's such an immature response from non-christians like myself or just like non-religious people like myself to be upset when someone thanks god it's so fucking immature i need to i need a better word than immature it's so ignorant it's so defensive it's you're so missing out think of all the demographics you would want in the world if you had to just pick one to live with and people would be like, well, there's tons of bad Christians and they killed these people and the church is full of pedophiles. Dude, I'm not suggesting that any one uh, demographic is, is perfect. There's scumbags that hide in every group in every corner, everywhere you go. There's, there's some gross person hanging out with that group mm-hmm. at every preschool, at every church, oh, that got dark. <laughs> at every, at every FBI agency at every, there's always, there's, it's just people. But, dude, to have an 18-year-old girl 
uh, or 19 or whatever the fuck she is, the 137-year-old girl be thanking God for keeping her on the straight and narrow so that she can perform and be a good role model for other kids. And you, and you think it's – and you want to write in the comments um, no more God talk? I, it doesn't even fucking make sense to me. It, it doesn't even – it's so obvious it's your problem. Like, do you feel left out because mm -hmm. Jesus hasn't saved you? Like, what, like, what are you doing? But I used to be like that. What's the catalyst for it then? What's I mean, I was just taught it. So I was on autopilot. You know what I mean? Like I remember like being a uh, young and my, and the president would say, Ron Ray was saying, God bless the United States. And my dad would say, why not God bless the world? You know, there was always, it was, okay. it was, it was always kind of like, and there was always this eye roll or like there was a noticeable if you mentioned the word God or if someone said, you know, praise Jesus, there would be a noticeable like retraction from people from the, the family members I had. Mm. Like it was some it's like, dude, mm. it's OK. It's okay. And now that I'm older, it's OK. Like I get it. Thank God my neighbor's Christian. So when I told him, hey, my roof's leaking, it's raining. He comes over like a good Christian and fix my fucking roof. Mm -hmm. Fine with me. I'm good with that. Right. Like what type of, would you rather have the, the inverse of that and be like, yeah, yeah burn it down. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I like the Christian school that does the pledge of the allegiance and the prayer in the beginning. And then my kid can figure out whether it's true or not when he gets older. I, I don't like the school. that's like, okay, guys, we're starting class today. You have a choice whether to stand up or not, because I see the bigger picture is discipline. Mm. I, I don't, you have a choice to stand up or not, whether we say the pledge of the allegiance and you can, instead of using the word, uh, one nation under God, you can use one nation under Satan. And just so you know, after this, I want every, we're going to go around and everyone gets to pick their gender today. No, thank you. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Yep. That shit's real. I know there's some of you who think that shit's fringe. That shit's real. It's like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Christian is the opposite of far left lib. Maybe. But either either way, we need more of it. And if you're like, just because you don't recognize it, if you're like me, don't don't um, uh, don't hate it. It, it. It's like it's like um, it's just it's just a, a massive dose of ignorance and defensiveness. Yeah, here we go. Dick Butter. Uh, the God people are going to the games, and the atheist atheist chat losers are wasting time in YouTube chat. <laughs> it's it's a. Uh, Stop, relax, take a deep breath, be happy that those people have found something to ground them. Think of all the people who aren't grounded in the world. Mm. What do you think they're using for their belief system if they're not grounding it in religion? Uh, what do you think? Uh, modern day politics, rhetoric, and in what, as they think, science. Like how many people get up here and- But they do have one. We agree they do have a God. And what's worse is they're in denial, right? It, it, the vacuum always has to be feel, filled as humans, right. We're always kind of like looking for that, like higher power, the reason of like, why are we here? And, and some people will just throw it off and say, Hey, I only believe in science, which is already a terrible statement. Or right. some people will point that towards religion. Right. I used to like saying the pledge of allegiance as a kid in class. I liked that part. I didn't even, I didn't even know what I was doing, <laughs> but I just liked it. I liked it. Yeah. to stand. Is there a negative to that? Do you think pledge allegiance? I'm, I'm sure someone could find one somewhere. I'm sure someone can find one somewhere, but, mm -hmm. but, um, it's like, it's like old school beliefs came from the good book. New school beliefs come from your latest commercial. <laughs> I, right. I, I, 
I don't um I, I guess it's a slippery slope. I, I, I wish I wish that um uh schools taught religion in some respect too. Uh but 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 you would end up getting some teachers who push it down the kid's throat, right? Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. And um I, I, I do religion. say say that again. I said literally and figuratively, kind of using religion as that guys. Right, right. Like, like I think it's okay to 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 read Genesis and Job and 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 talk about it. But some teachers are going to start reading it to the class like it's real, mm-hmm. and it can be read like it's not like it's not real or it's not not real. It can just be like, hey, here we're presenting this, right? Um, but but I but I don't know if you can trust the teachers to do that, or just, not teachers themselves, but just hum, human beings in general. But to to it's funny uh, that that book is banned from public schools, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's another problem too. If you don't understand how the human brain works, it's like so you're you, basically the implication that you were saying is the same thing that I believe. It took me a while to come to this, but basically everyone has has a room in their brain, and that room is uh, your god, and you will fill that whether you acknowledge that room as being your god or not. It will become your north pole. So we know Emma Carries is her north pole. She has consciously filled it with this book called the Bible, and so she tries to stay true to that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, other people have accidentally and unconsciously filled that with CNN. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. So now they have a God. They don't even know it's a God. They hate God, but they actually have a God, and it's fucking a Don Lemon. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and But first you have to have a, a Modi – you have, cult, have to cultivate enough consciousness to step back and watch how your brain works. I don't but, think – but, but the people can't – those people can't – and that's why it's okay to brainwash people – until that they can wake up themselves. And so the shit you should brain them with should be for the greater good. I, I know that's a slippery slope, but but the Pledge of Allegiance, I, I'm going to give that a pass as brainwashing people for the greater good. And then, and then, at, the, and then at the end of the day, if, if you become enlightened, you can decide whether you want to. I clearly don't believe anywhere in reality this is the United States of America, Right? But I'm willing to go along and play with it because I think it gives us some sort of enough structure so that I can put food on my table every night and then pursue my other beliefs, which may be, for all I know, uh, uh, being saved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what's going on here, right? Yeah. Agree? Yeah, I agree with that. Savon, do you have an American flag outside your house? No. And you know, the truth is where I live, I don't know if that's safe. <laughs> People think you're probably joking or stretching on that comment. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's safe. So, um, it's gonna. Sorry, I was gonna say something else about the CNN thing. Uh, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's gonna get even weirder if you're not kind of grounded in some sort of way to process and think about information because the algorithm is just gonna feed you so much shit that you're gonna like. It's just going to manipulate your thoughts and it's going to influence you in ways that like, unless you're able to kind of pull back from it and get some space and then kind of ground yourself in some sort of like value system of making decisions, it's going to get real tough to like decouple yourself from like what the algorithms influence you and doing and what thoughts are your own. Uh, imagine, imagine this, right? There's that book, the Bible going along that same thought that you're having, right? There's yeah. this book, the Bible and the AI has it. And the AI knows is is knows or 
the AI, the AI, I don't know if even aware is the word, but because of the people, the AI is sucking information off of human beings because mm -hmm. of what it's seen that people attribute to this book, the Bible, it can easily now write its own Bible. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And it will be better than the original Bible that God wrote be in terms of its ability to get people to believe in it. And that, and then the only way to not get sucked up by it will be to not read it. Yeah. Put, or, to put your phone down. Do you, do you know what I mean? There, you won't be able to fight against it even though, even though you think you can't. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll crack the code on brainwashing people. I know some of you religious people are not going to like that. <laughs> but, but, if, but if you think God wrote the Bible, um, regardless of whoever you th thought wrote the Bible, it's working. And whether it's real or not, it's working. We could all agree on all that shit. And so don't think that the AI won't crack the fucking code on that, the algorithm on how to manipulate humans. Uh, caller, hi. Good morning. How are you today? Good. Good. How's my call quality? Oh, uh, yeah, very bad. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, watch the book of Eli was the premise of the movie. Oh, no shit. Okay. You know, it's crazy. So I saw that movie, you know, 20 years ago, and I probably didn't wasn't wise enough to get it. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, hey, what's up, dude? First of all, that's a really good book, and uh, the oh. ending is amazing. I saw the movie. movie. It's, movie, with movie it's with Denzel. Movie. It's with Denzel, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's with Denzel. Yeah. Um, hey, has, have Denzel, wait, have Denzel and Johnny Depp ever been in a movie together? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Why? I, they just need to. They're the kind of dudes like anything they do, I'll I'll watch. Like I don't. Johnny Depp has made so many shitty movies, and I still love him. I don't know why. And and I, and I feel yeah. that way about Denzel. Denzel hasn't really made that many. Only Training Day was the only shitty movie he made. And he won what the Academy that, Award uh, for it. Movie Johnny Depp was in was like Zachariah or or uh, Malachi. Do you want know to talk about? No, right, it doesn't matter. But 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 I, but I do like him a lot, uh, and and Denzel's dope. Uh, wait, hold on. I don't call her. Wait, someone's calling. Uh, you can't call while Logan's calling. Mr. Mars is calling. You don't call. Call to call away. I I don't even think AI would have to write a new Bible. Have you ever heard like um, a Buddhist, for example, talk about how you can use Alice in Wonderland to explain Buddhism? And uh, no, but I believe it. Yeah, I think I've or, seen I've seen allegories like that. Yeah. Yeah, like. It's kind of like you can take the book and AI could, you know, bastardize the meaning in however way they want. And uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't even need a new book. I, I almost wonder if, like, people have to go Amish at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's like funny. I think that, too. Yes. The Amish part? Yeah, if if you if you 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 if you don't eventually the AI will be be so powerful in terms of its what it's done to humanity. Yeah, following no it. idea. It's gonna be hard copy. Everything's got the analog. Yeah, that basically you're gonna have to be a homesteader. Hey, dude, I yeah. I, I already feel like that when I go out. I it's just brainwashed fucking people everywhere. I I just I'm, I live with zombies more and more. The more awareness I cultivate, the more I see it. It's a trip. You should watch Book of Eli again. It's very, it's very good. Just do you, the do you fact. Do you understand it now or not? No, I don't. I need to watch it again. I don't ever remember any movie. But just the fact. I know some of you. I've said this before, and this one doesn't resonate with the group. But just the fact that we walk by homeless people passed out on the street and we don't f see what's going on, something's wrong with us. Mm. He said it, it, it is. Yeah, it is. It is not. It is not. It is not normal. Those are our fellow humans.
Yeah, you're dehumanizing them. Yeah. You've dehumanized them at some point because if you didn't dehumanize them, you, you'd have to be Mother Teresa. At some point, if you lived where you live, I imagine, I don't know how many homeless guys you got in your backyard, but if you live where you live and you humanize everybody like you should, yeah, you'd, nev- you'd never get anything done. Or, or And so there's a price you pay for that. I think we all make compromises what we say we believe, but we don't actually act it out. Right. Like p- people of faith, for example, I mean, like I think about my faith sometimes, and I'm like, okay, do I believe that that those that I don't reach are at risk of damnation. Yeah. And then what am I doing? Am I out there every day making sure everybody knows? Honestly, no, probably should be, but, uh, uh, the tail, God, your name's so fucking long tales from an average gay crossfitter dollar 99. Uh, that should cost you 99 cents just for every time I read that. Uh, where is Hiller? Um, I don't know. Banging Alexis. It's only a guess. There was another com uh, comment in here. Um, um, it's, it's, uh, Jay Hartle, you live on an island, but it's not the island you think. I do live on an island, but it's, I don't live with, on the island with the with the zombies. Come out and spend a day with me. Let me tell you, I'm living, I'm living the dream. I have fa- have carved a path. Uh, I've carved a path. Put a put an RV at Merton's house. That's all I gotta say. But put in a what? Put an RV at Merton's house. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm. It, it's good. Everything's good. It, I, I live. I live in. A, I live in a dream world. Like I actually wanted to show you guys the park I was hanging out yesterday. I almost thought about making a video for my IG. I'm hanging out in this park. I'm surrounded by redwoods. There's ten tennis courts. The only thing wrong with it is these. And, well, it's kind of cool, and they built like four pickleball courts. So it's like all the old people are away from us now. All the people over. How many 40. comments did you see on that? I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a curious thing. How many comments did you say you saw of people bashing? Did she delete a bunch? No, of no not a like, lot. Not a lot. No, it was on. It was on. It was on CrossFit's chat. It was like four or five. Uh, but I'm just sensitive, it, dude. To tell you, the people who listen to this podcast own that chat. That that was the. I was. I've never been so fucking proud. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, our posse's runs deep. Like anyone who works at CrossFit who saw that chat must be like, oh fuck, we Houston, we have a problem. Like you could, it was, it was like just Sevanista shit the whole fucking time. I'm almost embarrassed to be honest. I'm having trouble like settling into how powerful have this ever, group is. Have you ever become. noticed where like you'll talk about something and then all of a sudden uh, CrossFit Maine will pick it up? Like like uh, let's say you hit on like a journal or something, a specific journal, and then. Uh, Cause I think, I think, uh, talking to elite fitness at this where they would hit certain journal, uh, they dissect different journal articles and then all of a sudden cross it would pick it up. And it was like really consistent. Like they wouldn't give anybody credit, but like, they're like listening, but they're just kind of trying to steal some of the thunder. No, I, 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 I actually have, I have not noticed that, but, I'd, noticed li- that but I'd like to. Some people posting like ads for CrossFit from like 10 years ago and then all of a sudden CrossFit reposts that same ad. No, send me send me examples. I like that. All right. Sounds I, good. I will. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Sevon's still a content director for CF. Sometimes I do feel like I'm in a, maybe I'm just a fucking egomaniac, but sometimes I do feel like I'm still running the entire show. <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling all the strings for free. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was crazy. Robbie Myers, the you guys, 
the the chat was cool, huge and to to in response to logan uh yeah i i don't think that um it wasn't a lot of people bashing on her i'm just sensitive to it because i used to be that person call her hi hey javon hey. i want to talk about the thread from uh, the comment the other day uh, with brian and, and young so i think that thread is going to become a giant problem for the rest of the, the next two weeks Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, your connection's so bad. Uh, um, but but you're saying you want to talk about the sled because you think it's going to be a giant problem for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, any better connection? Uh, no. But but it's okay. Go go on. We'll make it short and sweet. Tell me. I, I, this I'm I'm tripping on the sled too. I let me just say this before we fuck the sled in the ass. I love this sled because it's only 115 bucks. I love it that you can mail fucking a hundred of them in a fucking uh, blunt as a blunt roll. Um, uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm really confused by it. So we use that sled for the army fitness test, right? So I've done, so I'm in charge, I was in charge, so we've been test about a year and about a thousand people for the past few years. So I watched some gag porn that sounded just like this, uh, this morning. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Dude, our connection is so bad, brother. All right. I'll, I'll try again in a second. I'm out in Germany, so I got to find a better connection area. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you. Good, and, and thank you for your service. And I mean it. That sounded like a fucking jet flew overhead. Yeah, and you were like echoing in the background of his car. I could hear you echoing clearer than I could hear him talking. <laughs> oh, shit. And we, uh, a clinical psychologist just said this isn't English. Well, maybe we were talking in tongues. Dude, I can't. I can't believe it. You made it in. Good job. Good job. You're, you're a true gentleman, the way you were persistent and yet patient. I am always patient. Good job. I'm the tales of the average hospital, so I have plenty of things to say. Okay. <laughs> Action. You're up. Go ahead. That's you. Uh, what's up, Siobhan? Hi. Um, this is Tales from the Average Gay Crossfitter. This is what? Tales of a <laughs> Tales of Oh, oh, Tales of an Average Gay Crossfitter. Yes. Speak to me. Tell me. Tell me. Wow, yes. that is a that is a long, long name. Are you an average well, gay yeah. guy or are you an average crossfitter? Both. Okay. That's good. That's why I made that. That way you could discern which one it is. But can we talk your, about one quick it, thing? Does what? your gaydar go off around me? Do, do do I do I around you? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, there's others. I wish it would. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I know. You know, it's someone. One of my college buddies told me he's like, dude, if I was gay, you'd be the last dude on earth I'd be with, and that kind of hurt me. I'll never forget that. That kind of stuck. Don't be hurt. Don't be hurt. No, hurt. no, you don't give me. I mean, that bun though, we could work on, but that's fine. All right, all right. Thank you. All right. Fine. No, I mean, no shade, no shade. But I just wanted to talk about how Sydney beat Brooke. That's mm. all. that was. I found oh, that crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nobody's talking about this. Uh, like, it's, it's a worthy topic. It. It's a worthy topic. It absolutely is. Well, how do you feel about it? Uh, I, I'm t I'm completely I'm, I'm I'm more sympathetic towards Brooke than I thought I would be. I, it actually hurt me a little bit not to see her make it. Right. Yeah. You've been very sensitive this morning, which is kind of shocking. OK, thank you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm blown away. I had no fucking idea. Sydney Wells had the capacity to make the games. I thought, it, to be honest, when she entered this this sphere, I don't know, two or three years ago, mm -hmm. I thought it was a complete fucking joke. I'm like, dude, let your sister have her thing. This shit is way too hard for you. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, so, that's what I thought. It, and she she proved that wrong. It's crazy, dude. And she looks jacked. She looks yes. amazing. Yes. 
Yeah. So yeah, well, I'd rather that. talk about why it looks like she's always about to start crying. Her, her facial expression is is it, it's like it's a weird yeah, trauma I'll expression. Give you that. Well, I mean, it it works. You know, <laughs> right? there's nothing wrong with a little drama. <laughs> I used to have this girlfriend. I swear to God, and every time she cried, I got aroused. It was only this one particular girl, and every time she, I think yeah. every time she cried, I had sex with her. Like just <laughs> oh, like for, well, you know what I mean? Like for you, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, what the fuck? You think, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. No. Look at look at her. She's like happy, but like it's like her hamster died, but she got a new one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can see this. You know what I mean? It's like ah. Yeah, but you know what? She killed her own sister, and I mean, she killed it. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. A huge, huge ass like Brooke too, right? Crazy engine, crazy caboose, just fucking. They're both beautiful. Yeah, I wasn't looking at that obviously, but that's fine. Oh, it's it's the it's the engine, dude. I think that's like eighty percent of our CrossFit shit comes from that giant caboose. If you got a giant caboose, um, uh, I mean, like like Hunter McIntyre, right? I mean, look at him. Strong posterior chain. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, can I ask? Can I ask you something uh, personal? Yes. Um, yes, please. Uh, did, did you? Um, how How do you know uh, you're gay, and and how did you first? Find, how do you first know? I'm trying. I, don't, to... I, I always answer that question. How did you know you were straight, and when did you first know? In, in kindergarten, I remember I had this teacher named Mrs. Allen, mm-hmm. a redheaded lady, and I used to want her to come home and bathe me. <laughs> yeah, well, but I, but I didn't think of it as like sexually. But I knew that I like I wanted. I wanted to do shit to impress her. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of for me, the opposite. I was in seventh grade. There was a gym teacher. I think it was like Matt something, Mr. Coach Matt or something. I was like, you're what I want. And then here we are, still single, 20 years, 25 years later. (laughs) And and, and nothing traumatic happened to you as a kid? No, nothing. I mean, nothing like that traumatic. I mean, we all have our our stuff, but no, no, no. I I came out of the game. I came out okay. So, so um, you're you're made that way. It's not like so. There's this theory that um, sometimes that runs through my head that like, hey, something ha- Uncle Buck got to you, mm-hmm. and so therefore you're mm-hmm. gay. No, no, there's no one, no, no, nothing. Just just came out of the womb gay. That's the only John I've ever seen or touched. And and, <laughs> and <laughs> I love that. And um, uh, do, do oh God, I have so many questions for you. I think it would be. I think it. I think I could convert straight men to being gay. I do it all the time. But I don't think you can convert gay men to being straight. No, no. Oh, isn't so that, isn't that a fucking trippy phenomenon? Explain it that. Is. To- it's a wonderful phenomenon for us. Um, I don't know about the other way around. Um, we why can't um, why can't there be enough vag around you like so i think you put 100 dudes left you kill all the women and just leave dudes and every 30 days later everyone's sucking there's each other's dudes, dicks at least 10 of them will do it because supposedly 10 percent of the population so, i think it's 90 90 of them will do it 10 will kill themselves I and 90 agree. will do it i mean if that's the case and i'm coming to the games i'm just gonna have a sign you know if anybody needs to try it out or something i'm available <laughs> Kissing booth, the kissing booth. But, but why? Little, why can't you be switched? Why can't I just surround you by ten hot chicks? Why can't I just like rub your face in some vagina and you get a hard on and just be like, "See, I proved it." Because, I mean, I, I, why? Ew, no, no, no. That would be a way. I mean, you could try, but I think we probably wouldn't end up doing that. We'd probably end up like talking about stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that, that would be my world. So, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Savannah. I don't know. I, I don't know why it works that way, but I can tell you there's a lot more men that do it. that don't say they do it for sure. Yeah, for sure. A lot. Okay. What about this theory? I think it's, imp- I, th- I think the big struggle with gay guys is that, um, like us, us uh, the straight guys, we have to jump through ho- hoops to get vagina, right? Like crazy hoops, right? Mm-hmm. Like invent the light bulb, fucking lift three hundred pounds. So for yeah, we yeah. gotta, we gotta do shit. Um, we gotta, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I think that's important for the forward movement of humanity. Who put? Who's the? Who dictate? Don't you guys need like some sort of ruler? Or so, like uh, um, um, that kind of limit, so you guys just aren't sitting around in the '69 all day or jerking each other off, or like, don't you guys need something? Well, like believe something? it or not, we don't. Uh, I know that when it comes to a shocker. To well, a lot it's of very, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard to imagine because straight guys are just like that's their mission, right? If you're not addicted to fentanyl, you're you're um, you're trying to get pussy. That's true. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's the other way around. We just have grinders, so it makes it a lot easier. So we can just hop on an app and have it in ten minutes. But 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 so. that means that that's the problem. Don't you guys need someone who's like regulating, um, you know, the, the way the um, the U.S. government regulates alcohol or supposed to regulate the border? Don't you guys need someone like a woman regulating yeah. how much intimacy you guys are having with each other? Probably, but I go the same with CrossFit. They need a little bit more regulated too. So, <laughs> so yeah. But but you 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 do see that importance for women though, right? that value to them? I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, we have value. I mean, believe it or not, we're all not just like sleeping with each other like all day long. Like that's not the case. I mean, there's a lot more and less monogamy, I would say in our community. Um, but I wouldn't say necessarily that like it's people's perception of what our actual community is really like. Um, there is a lot of that, but there's also a lot of people who like are together and have monogamous, like healthy, like regulated type of, you know, stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm just having, yeah. I'm just having, tr- as, 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 point, yeah. as a male with the penis, I'm having trouble uh, understanding it, but that's maybe my own shortcoming. And then w- what, what about this, that theory to me? Cause I, cause I think it's very prevalent in women. I think it's extremely mm-hmm. pre- prevalent in women that women, something happens to women at a young age and it makes mm-hmm. it so either they, be, they get confused their their compass gets confused um, well, and they, I'm and a they social become, uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so it's a spectrum. I mean, nobody is just a hundred percent anything. Okay. So if they're telling you that they're lying, um, everybody, it just matters how far people are on the spectrum. Um, you know, like for me, if I, could I be with a woman? Yes. Could I get hard for one? Probably. Would I enjoy it? No. You know, um, so it is feasible. So it wouldn't like I'd be like, oh, I, wouldn't I would hard. love like, to put it, your face in a vagina because um, could I pick what vagina, though? Could, could like, you, I just think that uh, if you uh, even like I could absolutely not want to have sex at all. Zero interest. And if my face goes near a vagina and I can n- not even want my face anywhere near a vagina. But if my face goes near the vagina, I get aroused. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's just a bizarre phenomenon. It, I mean, it's not that bizarre. It's, you're a human being. <laughs> so, I mean, but the, the same doesn't go for, like, uh, like, I mean, maybe it would. I don't know. I haven't tested. I'm a gold star gay, so I've never, I've never, I've never seen or touched one. Oh, my God. My, Someone yeah. get in touch with this guy and run the experiment in N of one. Well, Hill and I did a, he interviewed me last week, so he, we, we, but I'll test it out. But can I pick one? Could it be, like, Daniel Brandon or something? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 
Okay. Awesome. Well, I love Daniel Brandon work. might have a penis. <laughs> Don't you come for Daniel. <laughs> Don't you Wait, come for okay, no. so, so, but here's the thing. I think that the women, I think that a lot of women, something happened to them. Well, how much, how many percentage of men do you think that are gay that something happened to them? Dude, you're trying to fit into a box. Um, is, do you, are, are you like my theory's complete hogwash? No, I mean, well, out of all sexual offenders, and yes, I'm actually studying grad school, um, 79% of people who have sex, who've been convicted of sexual crimes, um, have been uh, actually offended on by women. So actually, for what I'm applying for a PhD next semester, uh, is that's my theory that actually women are actually more dangerous than men when it comes to sexual offenders. Hey, so, dude, though I know some sexual offenders, and I put that word in quote, and all of them mm -hmm. as young boys yep. had incidents yep. with older women. Holy yep. shit. That's my theory for my dissertation. shit. I, wow. Yep. So and all of us, so and all of us guys are like, that sounds cool. Quit being a pussy. Well, that's my whole thing is that the media perceives it in a different way, right? When it's a man on a younger female, they, they're, they're childless. Or when it's an older female, a young man, it's almost glorified and romanticized in the media. Um, so that's, yeah. Uh, but, but going back, how, how many, how many, do you think that, I, I guess it would be hard to distinguish. You could be gay and get molested, by, get molested. And, and then we don't, and, yeah. and, and so you were already gay. But how many guys do you right. think, what percentage of gay guys do you think are, are, weren't gay and something happened to them and, and that, that changed their, um, I would say it's very low you, because I would argue like less than 50, that, like less than 50%. I'll, I'd probably say less than 10%. Wow, if that's okay. even a thing. Yeah. Because I, because I, I do believe, I mean, I, for my own belief, I don't know what's going on in the comments because I'm in my office right now and I'm, I'm not watching, I'm not reading the comments, but I was, I believe I was born this way. A lot of people don't think that, but I believe I was born this way. So, so you can't really change somebody if they're already born that way, even if an event happens. Well, now, if well, claims but, but that we, we do know but, that you, we do though, we've agreed that you could change straight guys to gay. Well, but they weren't necessarily all the way straight to begin with. Remember that spectrum we talked about. Well, I, I, there's a whole lot of people I get in my DMs late at night, you know, from, from straight guys, quote unquote, um, some crossed it athletes as well not like competitive ones but, but they you know, all they like, all hey, do they all want a hummer or do they do they want to blow you or do they want you to blow them um it varies um it varies it varies <laughs> not to say that i do this all because i don't no but i understand how to know why not you know um sure you know so that's why see that's why i'm needed in the crossfit space is to you know help them you know you know just in case you're wondering I'm here for you. <laughs> hey, um, why why do you listen to this show? Do you think uh, um do you think I do uh why do you listen to this show? I've been following you since cuz you used to do documentaries and you used to talk shit to people. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I'm that's what I like. I enjoy I enjoy some of your content. Some of the times I'm a little bored by it. But this morning I was at work and I was like, let me put, let me just put it on cuz you went live. All right. So, and I'm on the phone with you. Look at that. Yeah. I I appreciate yeah. it. No problem. No problem. All right, I'm going to go back to work so my boss doesn't kill me. But uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the call. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, we steered that quickly away from Sydney and Brooke. <laughs> more, more interesting topics. I knew you were going that way, trying to fit it into that box. You know what I was thinking about when he said, he was like, when did you know that you were attracted to women? Mm -hmm. Thinking about the way I eat my hamburgers. I ate them like I'm a five-year-old kid, like just cheese and ketchup. That's it. Mm -hmm. Still, to this day. I mm -hmm. never... And I've tried it with other stuff, but I'm just not.
fan of it. It's just cheese and ketchup. Mm. I don't know if I'll ever change. I never consciously made the decision. And I don't think I had any trauma around produce in a hamburger. Mm. So maybe it falls underneath that spectrum too. Not totally discrediting your theory, but just maybe a lower percentage than you would originally think. I want to say something about the vagina, but in a second. Caller, hi. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I got wine from Australia. How are you? Oh, good, good. Just uh, discussing um, who whose genitalia you want in your face. Typical morning. <laughs> um, uh, I have no idea. Oh, actually, you have uh, no idea whose genitalia you want in your face? No, it's been one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's what I'm saying. A straight guy's anything can happen. Uh, how are you? Who is this? Is this, is this Ricky Garrard? It sounds like Ricky Garrard. Yeah, Ricky, what's up, no, dude? No, Thanks for calling no, in. No. Oh, Jay, it's Jay Crouch. Jay Crouch. I appreciate it. Jay Crouch, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, we weren't scheduled for a podcast for another couple of weeks. What are you doing? You called in early. It's definitely not Jay Crouch. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I was just calling up because um, I used to be uh, I used to be an athlete and um, a lot of my friends are professional athletes and we had a conversation the other day um, after Noah Bryan pulled out and we, we were kind of discussing it. No one was discussing it that um, if you're an elite athlete, pressure comes with that and that's what makes athletes stand out. The best ones is that they can they can take the pressure. They that, they use it to their ability. They use it to their strengths. And I found it really interesting that I think a lot of people didn't really speak about that. Like if you take someone like Tia or, you know, Matt Fraser or Val Kuhn, you know, those other people. Or if you look at UFC fights, um, because that's what my profession was, I, I was a professional fighter. Yeah, there, and, and there can't be any more you know, pressure than that. More. Yep. Yeah, there's nothing more nerve-wracking than being a, you know, when I was 17, I had my first MMA fight. There's nothing more nerve-wracking than walking into that ring and like, okay, it's on. But the thing is, is that I've known lots of really talented, incredibly talented people more than myself, and they couldn't handle the pressure. They couldn't, they couldn't put themselves in the right mindset. And I thought that was a, I think that's a really big that we're seeing across the board. And I think social media plays a big part in that. I think the pressure plays a big part in that. But I also think that we've got to be honest on that. That's why true champions are the one percenters of uh, the people that can take that. Like if you, Caller, I agree with you. you that's why... I agree with you. That's why I also think like to say um, someone's to say to a woman, Hey, the only reason why you're the CrossFit champion this year is because Tia and Mal is, is isn't here is kind of not true because it was a weakness on Tia's part that she got a dollop of semen in her vagina. And then it was Mal's weakness that she couldn't perform under the pressure. And so that makes it so the other people are more qualified to win. the. I'm sorry. Well, that's the same as anyone who wins the UFC title after the champions left. Like, oh, you know, he, yeah, you know, George St. Pierre would have beaten him. Who cares? In yeah, George he pushed out. He's a pussy now. Yeah, I, I, I agree, that's and right. I love. He's not doing this thing now. Yeah, I agree. Um, here, let me that's let right. me propose. Girard, he's not. He's not competing. 
Right. Fuck him. He can't come on the show until he gets better. But, but I think it's really interesting that we could look at some of the younger athletes that just competed, um, even though that... Let me. Can I propose this to you, though? Let me let me propose this to you real quick. I I went to I went to high school and there were you know my 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 phone at my house was connected to the wall by a cord. Right, I'm 51 years old, and so I went to high school and the the and and the social media there was um uh, analog. Right, so I went to school. Everyone judged everyone by the way they were dressed, unconsciously or consciously. Where you sat at lunch, how good you did at football, what funny thing you said when you were kicked out, did you show up to class late, who your girlfriend is, who your boyfriend is, and so there was the same thing that's happening on social media, but it happened very slow throughout the day. And then when you went home, it was over unless you called someone. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and, and, yes. and so yeah, we were yeah, able yeah. to, it was in, a, but it was still intense, dude. It was still intense. Now these motherfuckers. It was more intense, I think, because it was face to face. Like, I okay. I hadn't that, thought of that. I grew oh. up in that era too, right? Okay. I, I just. I grew up in that era too, right? Like if someone didn't like what I wore, they told me face to face. They I just can't. They didn't can you, tell me by a text message or posted on social media. But can you imagine being 17 years old, laying in bed, looking at your phone, and the last thing you see at night is someone calling you a fucking bitch? I mean, I know it's horrible. It's horrible. I'm just it's, like, it's, dude. It's, 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 where are we going with this? It's like, you know, like where, where, where are we going? Like, I've got three. I've got three kids: 19, 17, and 12. Oh shit. Hey, uh, Travis Bajan says this. It, you know what I mean? My buddy Travis said this, and I'm telling you, it's a, it's I I believe it. Just looking at my own kids who are only six and eight, if you don't give your kid a cell phone till they're 15 and you put them in CrossFit, they'll be they're already at the 95 yard line. They have an advantage over all the other kids. And man, my kids are so different than the other kids who already have technology. My kids are homeschooled. They're country you know bumpkins. I, you, you know what I'd like to see? Yeah, I'd like to see brain scans mm. from kids. Mm. Of like the activity of their brain from the ones that are on mm. the social media and stuff all the time to the ones who are not who are outside doing things. You know what I mean? Like my kids have like no social anxiety. My kids have no social anxiety like all the kids who go to school and 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 all the kids around them. Do you know what? You want to hear something fucking crazy? Some kid, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this. Some kid who's uh, seven years old in my in my kids' jujitsu class. He's he's a wild kid. He misbehaves. He's wild. He's out of control. He's fucking nuts. I like the kid. He's cool. He goes. He's there every class. I appreciate his parents bringing him there every class. But the other day, my uh, my kids said, "Hey, that boy told us he drinks something called a bang." Do you know what a bang is? Do you guys have that in Australia? <laughs> no, I have no idea, dude. Well, explain to me what it is. It's, it's, what, it's what it's what it's what it's what you drink at three in the fucking. It's what that. It's why Hiller t- is the way he is. Hiller drinks like three of those a day. Oh, it's the caffeine drinks, right? Yeah. Caffeine in them. Dude, if you drink, it's like oh, three yeah, in the yeah, morning, yeah, you drink yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. while you're driving and you're fucking gold. 300, yeah, yes, Kenneth DeLapp, 300 milligrams of caffeine. It, to give that to a kid is yeah. bonkers. Well, that's actually banned in my house. Oh, good. We don't have, we don't have caffeinated drinks in our house. We don't even, so it doesn't happen here. Hey, do you do you have do you, what do you I'd think like about Mal? Do you have I'd sympathy? Like do you have sympathy for Mal? Sympathy for who? For Mal? Do you have empathy or sympathy or what are your thoughts about no. it? No, 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 no. What, what would you what would you I, say I, to I, her? I wouldn't want anything to happen to her. I, I would want her to be healthy and I want her to be happy within her life, and that would be for any athlete or for any person. But when you're competing, 
at the at the at the ultimate at the highest level, right? You you have to you have to stand up to the line. You have to get there. Your body has to be there hundred percent, and your mind has to be there hundred percent. And you have to be willing to do whatever you can do to be the champion to win. That's what that's what being a champion is about. Is you forget about everybody else. You have to be ruthless. Do you, you know about this? Selfish. Have Have you ever seen the Boogeyman? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Boogeyman? Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Have you ever seen yeah. the Boogeyman? Have you ever had that? Yeah. She saw the Boogeyman. How? How? What? 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 Right. But I've seen the Boogeyman twice in my life. I was thirty-seven. And I had a brain aneurysm. Uh huh. Oh and had fuck. Had a sixteen-hour operation. Oh fuck. So I've seen the Boogeyman once, and then I was. I was in another thing and I've seen the blue man before, but you know what I mean? Like I got into a, uh, I, I had a professional fight and I walked in the ring. It was the first time in my life I was ever scared. Like my wow. body was shaking. I was scared of a guy across the side of the ring. To me. What happened? And I couldn't, I couldn't run away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was, I was stuck. <laughs> I was stuck. You fought him? You fought <laughs> him? Lots of people watched him. Yeah, I fought it. Yeah, yeah, I dug deep. I fought. I lost. I got knocked out. But, you know, like, I stood there. I did it. <laughs> did you settle down at any time during the fight? No. No, I didn't, actually. No. I, I, I Look, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I, I, um, I didn't want to be there. It was the first time in my life that I didn't want to compete. And it was scary. And because I knew that that guy across the, I knew the guy across the, the room from me in that corner, he, he wanted to hurt me and he wanted to hurt me bad. And I just had to suck it up. I just had to go, I'm a I made a commitment. I've got to do this. People are here to watch. Hey, have you ever seen that? I been watching the, to the side. Have you ever been watching the UFC and you see, you're like, oh sh it's shit, that guy doesn't want to be there. Like you recognize that in someone? Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. You can see it and you can see it in them. But you can, like, you can see it in them. Like, you can, but you can just see it in other other athletes as well. That's what I love watching about, like, athletes. Like, if you look at the, if you look at the game, the CrossFit that over, over the weekend, you can see it in people there that they, they don't want to be there. Fucking nuts. And I, and I think, and I think, like, I, I take my hat off to Mel, like, she didn't want to be there, so she pulled out. She's gone and done something else. Well done. Like that's that's brave. Like that's that's a mature move. That's a big thing. Uh, Ricardo Ricardo uh, Garcia. Why are people who have no clue what is be what it is to be at Mal's level uh, giving opinions? Geez, been a while since I've logged on the chat, but this is annoying. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about people in the chat or not, but dude, this guy's telling us a story about how he had got into a fucking ring to fight a guy he didn't want to fight in front of a crowd. I, I, I uh, that's um, what, I can't think what, of anything worse than that. To be honest with you, I was in, outside of fucking fought, like going to Auschwitz. I fought for Australia. I fought for Australia. For you, for so your for your country. Team when I was, oh God! Yeah, from my country when I was a kid, and I fought for Australia in kickboxing and MMA. So like, I, I don't know what that guy's talking about, but he's a dickhead. And this dude was knocked out in that fight. I mean, give me a fucking break. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to talk. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to talk about. It's okay to talk about Mal. It's not. It's. I mean, it's okay to say anything. I don't think anyone's being disrespectful to Mal. I think we're talking about being champions. Yeah. But I think I think it's about being a champion, like you know what I mean. Like, and and part of 
being a champion is the mindset, being able to get yourself up to the line and do what you have to do. Now, some people choose to do that. Like, and a really good example of this is, is Tia. Like, you think, like, a lot of people give Tia shit, right? But you think about, and, and Severin, you, you were the one person that made me, you, you're, I don't know if you ever realized this, but you, you were the one person that said something about Tia in a documentary. And you said, I'll never forget it. These girls in this division made the biggest mistake by letting her win this time. They made the biggest mistake what? You, you said the girls in the division have made the biggest mistake ever letting Tia win for the oh, first time. Right, right, now, right, right. They'll never ever see the they'll never ever see the gold medal ever again. Right. She tasted it and that was it. And you, and you said and you said that. And I think, you know, like if you look at the pressure, she came back year after year after year with all that pressure and stood up to the line and did it. So did Matt Fraser, so did and so did Rich. They all stood up for the line. If you have a look at the UFC for this example, because that's my thing that I watch, mm-hmm. you know, take an old fighter like Randy Couture. That guy stood up to the line and fought. He 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 might not have been the most talented one, but he still got in there and he put everything on the line. And this is the thing, like if you're an athlete, you choose to put it on the line because there's a lot to risk especially when everyone expects you to win. You know, that's the biggest moment in an athlete's career is when everyone expects you to win. When everyone expects you to win, that's the hardest moment to put it on the line. Well, fuck it. Well, that was on Mal. That was on Mal. That was on Tia. That was on Matt. That was on Rich. Yeah, you're right. That was on George St. Pierre. That's on Michael Phelps. You're right. Yeah, every athlete has that. Like <clears> even in the even like when your kids are doing jujitsu, right? Like yeah. you could be in like the guy did jujitsu for a long time, you could do jujitsu and then you could be in the training you're in the training thing and you've got this guy that you train with and he beats you every time on the mat. Every time. He's in the same weight division. And then you go to the competition and you beat him every time in the competition, but not in training. Yeah. And what's the reason for that? That's mindset. Mindset is the reason for that because when you show up to the competition, you're showing up a different mindset. And that's what it comes down to. Thank you. I appreciate you calling from Australia. That's why that's why professionals that's why professional sports like in Australia and Tia would be very familiar with this and so would Jay Crouch as well and Ali Turner. We we have a very big thing here in relation to sports psychologists. And mostly sports psychologists work with us in relation to our mindset, in relation to, you know, how do we approach the pressure? How, how, how do we deal with what, we, what we're about to do? You know, don't forget Matty Stewart. Don't forget Matty Stewart. Yeah, I really like Matty Stewart. Me, yeah. too. Me too. Anyway, I just wanted to call up and just say uh, that, that I just, was something that I just saw in my mind and, I appreciate it. With a couple of friends that I were having, and I, I just wanted it. to share. Hopefully, it was uh, hopefully it was okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah, well, you were fantastic. Makes me think I'm cool when you call. Okay, bye. <laughs> he doubled down. It's like I took a deep breath, like to get rid of him, and he doubled down. He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm not done." He's leaving on his own fucking terms. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! I'll come over there and punch your ass out." I actually, I, I could have tolerated even more of him, but the connection was so bad. I thought yeah, everything was, he was saying was insightful. I thought so too, but yeah, the connection was a little rough. Um, uh, Lee Pazarek, uh, what homeschool program do you use, Sevan? My kids just do Kumon now, like religiously, and 
that dollar ninety nine you went you gave I will use to pay someone to train my kids every single day. So every single day my kids will see it. God, I want to say at least two, sometimes four uh, professional trainers, and I'm standing there the whole fucking time. And uh, well, and five including me. I consider myself a professional trainer. Probably I should. And uh, and basically I, I use that money to um to 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 spend locally. So uh, whether it's tennis, I spend a shitload of money on tennis, on striking, kickboxing, uh, jujitsu, and skateboarding. And I've chosen these in piano, and I've chosen these teachers, and uh, they learn so much from them. They learn so much from them. It's it's amazing how much you can learn. I mean, just imagine if all you did is talk to your kid about horses and you never sent them to school. They learned about the first horse that was ever uh, that man ever rode. They learned about uh, the where horses came from originally, how they evolved into what they are. Um, you learn about the biology of the horses, the physics of a, a running horse. I mean, just looking at a horse, you can get your kid a PhD in all the sciences and teach them about empathy and care and love. And it's just, so I just feel like I've surrounded my kids with really great people. And that's how they're getting their education. But on top of that, they do Kumon every day. That's the math and reading and writing. So and that's where we're at. I'm, I'm, there is another program that my, if you, if you like, if, if like someone asked my wife, Hey, what program are your kids doing? My wife would tell them that, but my kids don't really have to do it. Cause every time that they take the test they're they like, did they surpass, a, you know, they're all ahead of their shit. So. Um, I'm just raising my kids. It's weird. I never thought I would raise my I never thought I would have kids, let alone raise kids. And now I realize how many people aren't raising their kids. I'm raising my kids. I did not. I have a dog and I've never taken him for a walk. And he's th she's three years old. I did not raise her. I am raising my kids. Uh, Tyler Watkins, uh, that's a really good way of saying it. We raised horses, taught me more than school. Did. Yeah, I mean, you can learn about history. Abraham Lincoln's horse was this. It came from here. The, the, you learn about geography. The very first time that horses were attached to a, uh, a chariot. The first time, you know, what, what, what's the size of a horse's heart? Uh, the horse isn't like humans. It doesn't have a liver. It has a blah, blah, blah. I just made that up. I don't know if that's true. But, I mean, you can learn everything by just staring, by teaching your kid about horses. Everything. They would surpass any kid in school, any fucking PhD at Stanford if you just focused on horses from K through 12. I know. Poor dog. I know. It, 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 at least it's a good it's a good property, right? It's a good life. That dog, it's not bad. Your dog? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was in the fucking dream. Are you kidding? All right. Yeah. Uh, there's no, yeah, the 80, they don't know about the 87 genders. They don't know really about punking other kids. They don't know about dick measuring contests. They don't know. There's, there's so, in some ways they're so fucking naive. It's crazy. I was thinking about <clears throat> that last caller, uh, called in and was, um, chatting about the stuff with Mal. And I was just thinking that like, I would say a large, very large percentage of the population actively avoid their whole entire lives the position that a lot of these champions or other competitors put themselves in fuck yeah like that stage that vulnerability like the work ethic that it takes to get you there just with a very strong chance that you're gonna fail and you're not gonna make it like fuck yeah so many people can't relate to kind of what she's going through or even people not even at, at her level even multiple levels underneath it because think of how many people will say oh well i can't even go to that gym because i'm too afraid to walk in the door and the, and like 
nobody gives a fuck when you come through the affiliate. They're happy you're there. They're happy you're taking your fitness into your own personal responsibility and are going to like show you the way. And most people will avoid that situation their whole entire life. Most people will avoid a 50-foot a, a foot race to the car. Like if we were just walking with a group of just average people, and I'm not talking crossfit. It would be too much pressure for them. They'd be embarrassed. And they yes, yes. can't do it. Yes, and they yes, can't tell right. you the last time they ran, right? So like think about the, the type of like that's what a ton of people are like programmed with. And then we're asking these other competitors to like really elevate that to the next level. So it's no wonder why they have moments where they break and shit like that. Uh, Matt C. Dick, it's 94 genders. You Now you're a bigot. I understand. <laughs> Father you know what else I was thinking the most important thing with like the, the, the homeschooling stuff that you're saying was really teaching your kids to deeply question everything that they're seeing and how it works and where it came from and why it is the way we are like that, the, the Socratic method of learning where you're just constantly, you're never taught like, Hey, this is a correct answer. You're taught to just ask better, better, mm, better mm. questions mm. because it's all about digging, 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 digging. It's not about saying, well, like, you know, here's the date for this war. And well, that's it. Put that aside. It's like, well, why did the war start? What was it over? How is this? Is this a cycle of something? How did it end up in this year? So by probing and going deeper with your questioning and questioning and questioning, that's, I think, what a lot of um, is missed in public schools because you're not allowed to question. No. You have to find the right answer and kind of do your thing and stay in your lane and follow that system, which produces a great, great bunch of system workers. I don't have to think. I just follow. I remember in chemistry when we learned the uncertainty principle. And if I remember it right, it's basically electrons are moving at the speed of light, and so you can't know the speed and the direction they're moving at the same time. You can either only know the speed or the direction. And because that they're moving at the speed of light, I asked the teacher, I'm like, well, how do we know we exist? How does, it, how does anyone ever seen them? And he told me no, no one has ever seen them. I don't, I don't know if that's true. That's what he told me. And <laughs> I, I was like, so this is – just an assumption that they exist because of shit they collide into and bump into. And he said, yeah, <laughs> it, it, but then, but then from there, millions of other assumptions are made. God, I read this fucking amazing book by this PhD who works on the, um, uh, CERN collider. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a woman. What was the name of that book? I got to get the name of the book. But she basically said that basically physics has completely lost its way. That physics went woke like five years ago. That they're completely fucking off their rocker. That they've made some uh, assertions and some assumptions that aren't true that they can't prove. And then they're building a whole science on top of it. Mm -hmm. And because it's academic and not industrial, it doesn't matter, right? Because it never has to be tested or make money. Just, Caller, hi. Yeah, just theory. Hey, how's it going? Good. I haven't, I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're an hour and 14 minutes into the show. I don't feel like I've started the show. I just want to say one thing real quick, caller, before you go uh, about something Chris, uh, uh, Beisterfeld said. My most talented players weren't competitive and avoided it. Um, it's interesting because, um, my, the, the, that's, that's the whole thing with my kids. They, they, because they're not in a dick measuring contest all day because they're not in school, they kind of, they aren't very competitive kids. And it's very, I, I mean, they slowly are becoming more competitive, but it's really just with me and each other and they're it's made them incredible gentlemen it's very interesting but but that is what the tennis coach said he goes man i your kid i just wish once i could see your kid cheat and i go what do you mean he goes i can't believe i'm saying this but just once i'd like your kid to say a shot was in when it was really out your kid doesn't do that he doesn't have that killer instinct i was like oh i, I loved hearing that okay caller hi hey savon it's uh my name is david i'm about 
50 minutes north of Atlanta. Been listening to your show for a while. And um, are you going to school me about electrons? I'm totally open to being schooled about electrons. Not today. Okay. Not today. Okay. Um, my, my question was um, revolving like around like ale- aleopathic medicine and kids. So like, you know, we um, I'm about a seven month old now, about, you know, a year, been in CrossFit for a long time. So like I always question things, always digging deeper into what is real science, right? What, what are we actually being taught? But like around aleopathic medicine, we decided not to vaccinate. What's the, child, what's the right? word you're using? What, what Aleopathic? Aleopathic. I think basically this is the, um, how most doctors think. Okay. Like their, their thought process, right? So around vaccines and things like that. Um, and I've been talking to a lot of doctors around the area, like, why are you digging deep and all that? Obviously they get bonuses from, you know, yes. their insurance companies and yes. things like that. The more, the more vaccines they pump out and all that. My question is, is like, how do we get, like, not necessarily trying to change their minds, but how do we get more people into communities that are naturopathic thinking and things like that? Like, I mean, is it really just like trying to get groups involved in the communities? I wanted to ask, um, um, Matt this last week, um, but it was towards the very end of this um, podcast. I didn't get to ask it to him. So I guess really it's just about like community involvement and things like that, but I didn't know y'all's thoughts on that. You didn't know what? Did we lose him? Hello? Nope, I'm here. Oh, we. you didn't know what? What was the last sentence you said? Oh, I said I, said, I didn't know what y'all's thoughts were on like one – Obviously, it, it, the the epidemic happening is you know that we're vaccinating our children. I mean, give you an idea. My daughter's seven months old. She's um, twenty pounds. She's like twenty seven inches long. Like she's so much bigger. Like we went to a one year old birthday party, and she's just she doesn't get sick. She's so much bigger than all the other kids. Like that's the thing that I'm questioning in my mind is like, what are we really doing to our children? And then two, how do we get our communities to change? How do you think that, how do you think, how did you change? How, what made you go so fucking crazy Scientologist and fucking decide not to fucking inject your kid with drugs? What, what made you fucking change since everyone else is doing it? What made you a wackadoodle? Well, like really what made me change. Well, one, my, my wife is, um, she's been an occupational therapist for years. So about nine years now. And she worked with, you know, special needs children and like how many parents, have told her at all these consultations, like it all changed whenever I gave my kid this vaccine or this vaccine at different ages. And, um, like, you know, basically that autism effect and things like that. And so we just started digging into it at that point. Right. I mean, um, you know, I used to teach a CrossFit kids class for instance, and I had a little girl that, um, uh, she had, um, what do you call it? Whenever they see words backwards, um, what's that called? Um, it's not epilepsy. It's like um, seizures. Seizures. No, it's like whenever they see words backwards, like you know, like you you look at a word and like we would see it oh dyslexic. Oh yeah, good job. Dyslexia. God, so, you need a so podcast. Did, That's how I do it too. I can't I can't pull words and I just start describing them. I like that. Good job. And so what I did was I had her start doing like reverse lunges, like everything that North, like the kids were seeing things correctly. And I had her just do everything the opposite. Uh-huh. And it's not that I did, like I just knew from what was taught in the level one and the kids class was like, 
hey, like the body's going to have the brain, the, the body brain effect, right? So I just reversed everything. And like six weeks later, her mom was like, my daughter's getting straight A's on all her spelling tests. Yeah. The only thing that's changed is this. Yeah. So what do you do? And like I just walked her through it, pulled up a couple of studies. But like that stuff isn't being taught right. that you, hey, you could fix this, right? And so what changed it for me was is like, one, that always the questioning of what is being taught in, in normal society, right? And then two, the, um, you know, just seeing how many families it has affected, right? We always talk about the specific person, but like one person being affected by a disorder or disease or something like that, you know, has that prolonged effect generationally on the people around them. And so like, I was like, how can I, you know, stop that from happening? And then obviously whenever we started to have kids ourselves, I was like, you know, obviously, do I really want to do this or not? Like, what is it going to solve? Hey, so here's the thing. Here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I'm hearing. No one, there's only, no one's going to give a shit until they have kids. And then what's crazy is then even those people who have kids, only 10% of them give a shit. The other 90% don't even give a shit about their kids. I mean, just think about this. We live in a society where half the society thinks it's okay to kill babies and the mothers won't. And they want to fucking do that. Yeah. And then, and, and, and they think it's, um, uh, basically we're sacrificing children. Like we, we think the Incas were fucking savages cause they threw kids into fucking, um, uh, volcanoes. We have fucking women by the fucking uh, uh, millions killing their babies so that they can go to law school. I mean, it's fucking nuts. And that's a metaphor, by the way. No one's to be like, look it up and be like, no, actually, only, only 172,000 women went to Shut the fuck up if you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry, Manny Spiegel. It's called healthcare. And so basically what I'm hearing is, is you had kids and you gave a shit. And that, and that is one of the byproducts. Don't have kids because that could happen to you. You could start to give a shit and accidentally red pill yourself. So then you read some books and you looked at some math and numbers and you're like, wait a second. We inject – Three million kids every year with the with the 49ers and uh, 200 of them die when previously 200 people hadn't died every year from the 49ers. And all of a sudden. Right. I mean, so if you're if you're trying to cure kids of dying of measles and the cure is killing more kids than measles and you can just see those numbers and it only takes 15 minutes to do that fucking research. Then all of a sudden you're like, er, you put the brakes on everything. Right. You're like, wait a second. And so you've obviously yeah. seen some shit like that and you're like, something doesn't make sense. And so you started like, and, and, then, and then all of a sudden you're like, how come every single kid has ear infections? Well, that's yeah. really weird. And then all of a sudden you're like, Sevon's kids never have ear infections. I wonder why that is. And, and you start piecing the shit together and then you find more and more people. But I don't think we can convince, I hate to sound, uh, to piggyback off my, my boy, Greg Glassman, but we, all we can, we can't save anyone, but we can, we can make lifeboats like people like me and you can talk. And, and you know, as I'm sure as I know, it's all the weirdos. It's like the hardcore Christians, the Scientologists, the fucking Amish. Like there's no, like, there's no just like some regular normal fucking people who've like figured this out. It's always like people who are like, like my group of friends are weirdos, right? It's like fucking the Adams family. <laughs> um, but, 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 uh, it, it's always, these, but, it's because we've woken up and started seeing shit and we're just kind of different now, but, but we know yeah. it works. I mean, that's the part. And we're like scratching our heads being like, Hey dude, don't you see what I'm doing is working? Why are you going that route? We see them banging their heads in the wall. Like how, yeah, isn't it thing. so obvious you don't give your kid a cell phone? Isn't it so yeah. obvious? Isn't it so? Oh, here we go. Birth fit. There, there, there it is. That's the organization. Well, there it is. 
right there. Oh, that was shit. God is listening. Did you see that? The answer just popped <laughs> up on our screen. So if you need a community where you want to learn about this and be with like-minded people who put children first and mamas first and daddies first, it's really, yeah. yeah. And, and when I use those words very deliberately with attention, mother, father, child, you want a community that puts those people first, uh, there mm -hmm. it is, worth it. Yeah. I'll definitely have to look into that. I mean, I, one of the biggest statistics. Tell him Sevon sent you to use password. Sevon, Sevon is a G and I get 10% uh, <laughs> off or something. That's pretty old when Sevon is a G. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one work. of the biggest things that stood out to me was like, when it, so I was born in 1990, right? Like there were like 12 vaccines and now there's like 72. It's like, it's all a money grab. It's like, whenever the nurse is like, you don't want to give my child this hep B vaccine. You're like, well, no, like, one, I don't yeah, live, easy like, on the V word, easy, easy on the V word caller. You know, you're, you're making me real nervous. We get we get dinged for that. You got it. Got to be cool. Got to be cool. 49ers, 49ers. All right. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to lose right, our whole YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your call's nice, but it's not that great. Hey, thank you. know, and then two, one, Matt, about around building a community that's around it, right? I didn't know if you had any ideas about that. And obviously, you said birth fit, so maybe I can just dig into that. And yeah, those are great people over there, and there and there's and there's varying degrees. Like they got like the they they got the full blown like hey like uh, have the baby, leave the vaginal fluid on them for two months, like fucking we did. And by the way, no one ever taught me. It's like what you said. Uh, no one ever taught me that like you're not supposed to bathe your baby. You just know if you have your baby at home, you don't bathe your baby. You you just all so much shit just comes naturally. It's like what you were doing with you had a dyslexic client, and you're like, dude, something in you just told you, hey, do this with them. And it started unfucking them. It's just like those of us who do CrossFit and like have learned to eat better. It's we when the study came out recently that ADHD, 70% of kids who change their diet, 70% of kids who have ADHD change their diet and remove sugar and it goes away. Those of us who are CrossFitters are like, duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, duh. But, that was that was me as a kid. You know, I was diagnosed with a like and that's probably where it all started for me. Like I was diagnosed with ADD like way back in the day, and they're like, you know, put me on all these medications. For it now, like going into eighth grade, I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like I'm one, I'm morbidly obese. I was like 215 pounds, five foot three, and I was like completely depressed. And so I was like, "I'm done taking medications." Just took, I just was like, "Mom, Dad, I'm not taking them anymore." I'm just going to figure out ways to cope with my ADD, and took myself off. Went from went from five foot three, two fifteen to um five foot nine, one eighty, and within like two and a half months of coming off of it. And Oh, I'm, the, I'm cutting sugar out tomorrow. You think up. I could be five, eight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, hey, I have to let you go. Thank you so much for the call and keep me yeah, posted man. on your child and make sure you check out birth fit. Hey, man. All right. Bye. I was getting nervous. That's fine. But I was letting him roll, but my, my palms was getting sweaty. I was a little nervous this morning, starting the show. Uh, do you, do you have the, uh, the, did you see, I, 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 the notes changed. Oh my God. What the fuck is going on? We can't even start. It's a real life call-in show. Oh. <laughs> it's not really supposed to be a live call-in show. A <laughs> uh, caller. Hi. Hi. Uh, sorry. Once a uh, Dean, uh, Dean says I was getting bored. Uh, lift something. You have to put some grippers in your hand. Okay. Go ahead. Caller. Hi. Hi. Uh, I was wondering if we could revisit the uh, weekend press conference and the Alexander Caron debacle. I, I think Hiller made a whole video just fucking 
completely explaining that, did he? I think he did, but I, I haven't heard anybody talk about how CrossFit might have handled it differently or uh, sort of the lingering issues from the perspective of not making a clear objective rule and then being totally subjective. And they tell us that they want to be super inclusive for everybody, but then they're not being that. Uh, they did nothing to take the uh, information that he was giving them. Hey, I'm hurt. I'm not sure if I can do this. Is there a work requirement? Um, if CrossFit's infinitely scalable, why didn't they come up with something he could do if their reasoning for kicking him out was that he wasn't uh expending enough energy i think you're conflating things though right there with the infinitely scalable part right because this is the games isn't infinitely scalable like they have a they have a incontinent division and a one-arm division and a fucking tranny division you can participate in the open yeah and your your scaled score is below all the rx so he's already taking a zero Mm. he's qualified at a high level to be there at that event right if CrossFit, if they're saying it's for everybody and they want to provide the best experience for the athletes and be super welcoming and all this stuff, he can't compete in that one event. He's going to get a zero point thumb. Why not let him take a zero, do something to give him the work that they're saying he didn't get, and then let him finish the competition and see where he ranks? Can he come back from a total deficit like that? Hey, I, mean, I, I think what you're saying is so fucking weird. I don't understand. I don't. I, but but here, how about I meet you here? I don't think you this subjective objective thing i don't think that you need to make any like if you're going to have a minimum work requirement have it if not don't and let them fuck and let people game it i have no issue with people gaming shit at all exactly at all like you already have a dumbass runner in the game like like don't make another fucking mistake and not let the athletes be athletes right so if their reasoning is he didn't do enough work to expend energy They should have said they should have set a work requirement since they didn't. And their reasoning was he didn't do enough work. It's an unfair advantage. Why didn't they do something to allow him to do work and continue competing since they didn't tell him what he had to do to stay in the competition? Uh, You keep losing me when you go there because I I don't want to make I don't want to make more. I don't want to make more exception. Like you're saying, like, hey, then he should have had to ride the assault bike for 30 minutes in order to tax the system in order to go for. Why not just be like he's already getting punished. He's going to get zero. Okay, fine. Let him move on. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. Second question would be uh, in the press conference for Berg and Boz. Uh, 2019, we saw the at-large bid for Hunter McIntyre to get in, and yeah. then Ben Smith had an injury, couldn't compete in the semifinal or whatever they called it. Yeah, he gets the at-large bid to compete at the game. I hated since both Greg's of those. No I hated there, both of those. Right, but since Greg's no longer here, who would be a person in CrossFit now that would make a decision to invite someone to the CrossFit Games outside of qualification? Let let, let uh, before we go there and I'll ask you to answer that question let me say one more thing about the corona thing the when when uh when the correspondent Caleb Beaver that's his real name uh from the Sevon podcast asked them why corona was pulled out and the girls were not pulled out I feel like we never got an answer. I feel like the closest we got was from Boz that he said basically it was the condition in which they entered the event. And the only difference in the condition between the entered the event was the fact that Caron was in Foxtail were injured. Corgi Foxtail was injured and the, uh, was injured and that the girls were just incapable. Well, so then are we saying that if the boys wouldn't have said, Hey, I'm injured, they could have got moved on. 
and they could have just said I'm incapable yeah. of doing it. And if that's the, it's just bullshit. I feel like we never got an answer. It's, it, I agree. It's not. It's something is fucked up there. It's not right. I, I, I would be so. I I'd be totally like happy with like. Yeah, I would be totally happy if they're like, "Fuck that! We're not letting injured people compete. We don't. We're not. We're, that's not the, the. That's not what we're doing." I would be totally fine with that. But they didn't say that, and so I don't know. But uh, so who do you think well, should get the invite? I think everyone's. I think I, th- I don't think anyone should get the invite, but who do you think? But what constitutes an injury if Brooke Wells is, is ha- legitimately has an ankle injury but is able to continue? Like right. Just hurt. I think you should just. I think you should just hide your injuries. Argument? Yeah, just don't. Hi- yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Or even it's say, "Fuck they- you! It's our event. We'll decide." Like I would even prefer that. Well, but that's what they're saying. But also, how is that welcoming? So they're speaking out both sides of their mouth. Or how are they trying to crown the fittest? Yeah. I I don't care if there's cuts. I like this whole thing with athletes pay so much money to be there and then they get I don't care about any of that stuff to be honest. Like fuck the athletes. I just I just want clarity. Like I don't I don't need them to be nice. I don't need them to be mean. I don't I just I just need to know that if you step on this line you're fucking out of bounds. I agree and I also think it's weird that it's the only sport where you don't get ejected from competition or disqualified by breaking the rules. <laughs> that, that that's not governed by the officials on the field give me an example of that what do you mean you could be kicked out like if you threw if you threw a punch at someone you could get kicked out i bet right so if you're a baseball player and the umpire throws you out that's the umpire on the field throwing you out of the competition is at his discretion you have to have broken a rule right right uh none of the judges are able to throw anybody off the competition floor Oh. That decision is made by someone off the field altogether. And so oh. Boz is like oh. the, that guy, but no, you're not being thrown out of a baseball game uh, because you didn't swing at pitches. You didn't give your best effort. Oh, There's right. no rule that says like, oh, you're disqualified from competition oh, because I see you what didn't win the first base fast enough. Uh, David, Weed, uh, Don and Boz suck. Uh, Boz does not suck. Boz does not suck. And and I uh, I don't think Don sucks either, but Boz definitely does not suck. I will defend. Yeah, Boz. I don't think either of suck. Maybe a little bit. No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, uh, who do you think should get the invite? I don't think anyone should. I think it makes a mockery of our sport. I think we're too good for that. But go on. Who do you think? Well, I don't necessarily disagree, but I asked the question of since there's a precedent of previous multi-year games athletes being invited to a game while they were injured. I know Carone has not won the game. Um, I'm, I'd have to look back to see if he was a national champ in Canada or anything like that to have a similar claim. But we don't know who at CrossFit would have the discretion to make that invite. That's the point of the question. It's not necessarily that I think Carone deserves to be invited at large. But who could do it, that? Who would even ask the question? Who, who, who would have that authority? Is it Don Fall? Is it Boz? Is that something that they're not doing? And is that written into the rule book? That's interesting. Mm. Hey, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> sure. Do you find Alexander Corona attractive? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Just checking. I would because I had a bunch of follow up questions. If so, we'll stop right there. Then. Okay. So it's strictly hypothetical. It's not any bias you have towards Corona. No, because what what happens next weekend if uh I don't know. Of at five, Justin Medeiros rolls his ankle and plummets out of standings. You know, totally hypothetical. Has to but be invited. Has to be invited. 
So why don't they just impart the same type of rule like the Masters does in golf where your champions are automatically invited back the next year? Like, I feel like the season would benefit from not putting these guys through, I don't know, what is it, February to August, that many months? Why don't we have big events that they can go to earlier in the year, try and earn more money and give us more to watch this meaningful CrossFit? Like, I think it plays into that perspective as well. Like, the qualification process is, is still not perfect. Uh, thank you. Very good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it, brother. Yep, thanks. Bye. Wow. It's like a, it's like a fucking real show. You know what I did when I did it, too? I would just let him ask their question mm-hmm. and then just hang up and answer it. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't mind. I, I I actually am. I enjoy all the calls. I feel bad for the people listening. Like they're like, like they're like, come on. (laughs) I feel the pressure. Uh, Jay Z. Oh, 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 uh, oh shit. Do I have, I I don't have numbers by these. Oh shit. I don't have numbers by all the ones on the bottom. Holy shit. uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, There's none. If you want to just read that subtitle, I can pull it up. It's okay. Let's start at the top. Let's start with Canada one. Oh my god! I think the show finally started. What? How are you on time? We're an hour and thirty six in. Holy shit! Uh, I have till I got till nine. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Number one at the top. We're gonna cruise. We're gonna cruise. No, we got more than five minutes. Hartle. Hartle, black guy. Dave, we just bring Dave back already. Jesus Christ! Have you ever seen the Dave Ramsey show? Like the- I do. I do now. All of a sudden, no. But I do all of a sudden appreciate Dave just telling people to shut up. I don't care. I like all the just shut the fuck up. Fuck you. We'll do what we want stuff. Now all of a sudden seems so much better because what happens is, is this new regime wants to give like an inch, and as soon as you give an inch, everyone's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like well, just need- I, now I get it. Just be a fucking dick. You should you just that- slam people down. Whoa. Fuck this. Like- fuck this kind shit. I just I I now yeah, see the true bad. value of Dave. Uh. I felt oh, like, ding, uh, like ding coming through right there. That was different than your normal dings. Whoever sent me this text, this better be the uh, gay guy. Whoever this is, because this photo you sent me is crazy gay. It's nice. Do you get a dick pic? No, it's not a dick pic, but just this mustache. Is, it's just, I just, maybe I'm, I can just tell. Like whoever sent me that uh, text. Hey, and that's what Dave was. He was that strong leader. And that's why oftentimes I think he got uh, uh, kind of looked at as like the villain or the bad guy. Because he was just that force. Like when you had all this, like this wave of like questions or you should do this. Yeah. Dave was just the guy that was just like, boom, nope, we're doing it this way. And if you don't like it, go, go join another sport. Here and, we go. You know what? And he didn't even care. He can't care because he, he, didn't care. Care. <laughs> he, he needs somebody in there. That's like, this is the path. This is what we're doing. These are the parameters. We're going to keep it as simple as possible. So we don't have all this gray area of what's happening. And then we're just going to hold tight to that, whether it's, wrong or right we're just gonna we've we've laid the boundaries we laid the parameter and we're just gonna hold to it and that's what and that's what dave was and i'm not saying that pause isn't uh we just don't know with the situation or the autonomy that they have right like is it supposed to be in conjunction with berg and boss and like how much do they do do they have to talk to somebody if they're making these rules so holy shit call her high i'm gonna say one thing then hang up i love you yeah, go ahead. Don Paul hasn't done shit since he's been there, and he's just like Eric Rosa. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but at least he's a more well liked and uh, and uh, seems like a cooler dude. Are you contemplating what he said as truth now? 
uh, I just, I don't think that I just, I think Don Fall has just trippy leadership. I think he's stuck in tech world and, and like, uh, he's taken not micromanaging to, to a whole nother level. Like he doesn't understand what he's running yet, but I think, I think he could be getting close. Uh, Jacob Kelly, imagine Berg just being like, like, like he really truly needs to go back to his military roots. You have to run CrossFit HQ. Like it's a fucking uh, seal team or you have to we we those people will flourish there they're all crossfitters everyone want, everyone just needs to be just fucking told what to do in a beat down in a clock set form and they'll get it done and people flourish in that setting he, he's gonna get it he's gonna figure it out jacob kelly imagine berg just being like we eliminated corona and left sydney in it is what it is fuck off it would be better than his answers fuck dude i tell you what i'd chub up a little yeah <laughs> you're like that dude. and that's what especially if he did it in a megaphone in a small room <laughs> so it's like uncomfortable like in the press conference it just batted everybody down that's yeah. it you made it you made a great point though too like the decisions that he was making in his past career versus yeah. the decision at the crossfit games seems like a fucking joke like yeah. oh you you got cut i don't give a fuck 10 of my buddies just got fucking blown up and we had to go yes yeah yeah it, it needs to be like that yes. and i had to make decisions in real time to leave those fucking guys there or to put this guy in front who's probably gonna die and those decisions came on to me so then when it comes down to did you squat low enough he's like no you didn't fuck you we're moving on Good people flourish in that in those in that setting. Uh, caller, hi. All right, it's Eaton. I'm gonna uh, one critique about your coverage this weekend, which was phenomenal, by the way. When you're on the screen with people, you need to be to the left because when I'm watching it on my TV, the chat covers your beautiful face. You guys have a good week. Oh, good, good thank fucking you. advice. Okay, thank you. Well that, done. Thank I you. I wonder if that's the same person that commented that, and I did switch you because I did see somebody comment that shoved you over to the left hand side. All right. Uh, no, no, it's on Tom. Uh, there was just too many people, um, calling. So I fucking kicked you to the curb. I'm sorry. Eaton. That was Eaton. Heidi, Heidi, I'm going to fuck you up, dude. After, after I saw what and you did nothing to deserve it, Heidi. I just want you to know after that, the little bit I did on, um, Jeff Birchfield yesterday or two oh, days no. ago. No, you didn't find a Heidi. I, I haven't found a Heidi, but I'm dying to find a Heidi. If I, I gotta, I really want to find like this, like, you know, Heidi in 20 years or something, or like, like an old, old, old lady, Heidi or something. And just have her Instagram account be a regular on this show. Let's check in with Heidi of the future. Wouldn't that be a great bit? I'm dying to find a fucking Heidi. Look at <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Anything. yeah. I'm dying to find a Heidi. As soon as I did the Jeff one, I'm like, God damn, I need a Heidi one. Uh, Tom, what's up? Brother? Hey buddy. I got two things. Tell me about the Kumon that your kids do. How does it work? You pay a sh so Kumon was invented in the 1950s. It's a uh, by a Japanese guy in Japan. Uh, he wanted he wanted to. It was his own way. He was trying to crack the code on making his kids smarter, faster. And Kumon is basically CrossFit, but for English and math. Or for language and math, and so basically, what you do is the kids sit down with some uh, with some sheets of paper. They write what time they start and what time they finish every single day, and it starts so fucking basic with just like how to hold the pencil, all the way to diagramming sentences, all the way to calculus. Right? So it's like there's 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 sheets in the beginning. If you give it to your kid when they're three, it's just draw a straight line. The kid's done. It just goes on his way. Right? And so my kids wake up every single fucking morning. They have these backpacks that hang in the entryway of the house. They grab their backpack. They sit down at the kitchen table and they do it. And they just do that every single morning. And it's like anywhere between 10 minutes to 30 minutes of math and 10 minutes to 30 minutes of English. And, uh, and, and, and it's fucking expensive. And then two days a week, they go to the Kumon Center and they sit with some fucking girl who's like 
somewhere between the age of 15 and 17 years old who's dressed completely inappropriately uh and and, and, and my boys fucking completely lose their fucking mind you know what i mean and awesome. it, it's it's like some some 16 year old girl who just got a fucking set of tits and can't wait just dying for the world to see them and my kids sit down with them I don't even go to the Kumon Center anymore. I, just, I have my wife go there. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. And my boys are like, sit there with them for 30 minutes and do a lesson. It's fucking crazy. And it's expensive as fuck. I want to say, I don't know. It's like 900 a month or something. Oh, I need a three. registered button. Ching. Yeah, I mean, that's less yeah. than private school. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah, we were spending $7,000 a month yeah. on private school yeah. when I used to have a fucking job. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's from I, Montessori I, school where they have fucking people in there on fucking scholarships. So I'm fucking paying for some other fucking kid to go to school there who has fucking ADHD or who's in there because he has a he's some fucking because he's some fits some fucking uh, social demographic woke demographic. Fuck you. Okay. I know. I it's it's a it's a catch twenty two. So like in Indiana, we have a voucher program for if you below a certain income threshold, you can take your your public tax dollars away from the public school that's in your neighborhood and send your kid to the private school on a voucher which I'm all for it. I think that's like, you know, cause that's going to give opportunity to a lot of people who wouldn't have opportunity to go to good schools, but it does kind of suck for the people who are paying 10, 12 grand a year, you know, and then now they're dude, going to school with these other kids. Dude, I was going to, I was going to spend over a million dollars to go to, uh, to send my kids to that school till uh, college over a million wow. dollars. And it's just a typical mon. It's just your typical fucking Santa Cruz, uh, uh, Montessori uh, school. Uh, does Kumon have high school curriculum? Yeah, dude, it goes up to diagramming census and calculus. Yeah. It's nuts. And hey, there's some study that's like 99.999999 to infinity percent of the kids who finish the Kumon program g- graduate from college. I mean, it's some sort of nutty shit like that. But bro, if you would have spent a million dollars, your boys would have a gender at the end of it. Uh, well, that's <laughs> so true. It's worth it. That's so true. I, hey, I laugh man. every time my kids get a, a belt in jujitsu or like get a new trick. I just I snicker inside. You fucking idiots who are trying to get, let your kid choose their identity while my kids are earning one. I it just uh-huh. I just snicker at it like you fucking ding dongs. My boys out here, we're building our horse barn in our backyard. I told you about. Yeah, my father in law doing most it. of the work. Yeah, so Good. my boys Even out better. here pounding fence posts in <laughs> uh-huh. and filling in cement in the holes and stuff, dude. <laughs> You talk about earning your identity. I'm watching him go from a little boy to a young man. He's figuring like I can carry the tools. He's like, hey, my wife's like, hey, should he be driving the gator like that? You know, it's like a four-wheeler with like a bed on it so he can carry tools. I go, hell yeah, he's fine. What's he going to do, you know? How old so he's is eight he? Years How old, old is he? This. He's eight. I love it. Yeah, dude, he's like, he's a boss. He's like, I wasn't doing half of this stuff at his age. I was inside on the video game. Stupid, you know? Me too. Hey, uh, you're, so your father-in-law is a man. You got a man for a father-in-law? Dude, he owned his own construction company for 40 years. Stud. He, his skin is so like hard because he, not hard, but you know, he's probably got skin cancers and stuff just because he's been outside in the sun every day for 40 years. He, my my neighbor's a contractor. He's twice, he's twice the man I am. <laughs> I'm embarrassed when my neighbor comes home and I'm out in my street pushing and pulling my sled. And he's like, Hey, how you doing? And he's like unloading four <laughs> by eights off the back of his truck that I could have yeah. left if I wanted to pathetic i know this guy looks at me working out every day and he's like what do you got to do that for you know yeah, but i mean get the a sad fucking thing job. Is what's crazy dude what's yeah. crazy is 
those dudes will still be obese and get diabetes because of the garbage that they eat. The guy will burn twice as many calories a day as me and you and yeah. still get diabetes because of what they eat. Mm. Amazing. It's nuts. Hey, uh, my other question. You uh, And by the way, I did a super chat on the live stream and you ignored my stuff the other day. Hey, th- uh, that's rare. If I, how much was it? I know. Four nine five dollars and fifteen cents. No, that was on purpose. Sorry, on that was on purpose. I yeah, agree. exactly. <laughs> uh, it's all good. What do we got to do to get you to do live streams during the events again, man? Those are like above and beyond a whole different level of experience. You mean you want us to watch the shit and talk about it? Yeah. Dude, we yeah, will not. So we will suck, better. Tom. No, are you kidding me? Because Sean and Chase have fucking Brian Friend running around, being like, uh, um, uh, Sydney spit her gum out on the floor. A so and so got yeah. a poop in his pants. Uh, there's a there. They can. I mean, they have someone there. We could never do it. I'd have to be listening to them while I'm talking and just stealing their shit. It's a different. We're there for some. I get what you're saying, and the shows that you guys did were amazing. The level was awesome. How about Brian Spin, Tyler, and Young? They're beasts, dude. Spin. But the thing is, the thing is, and I and I hear you, and I know you know you're not going to change for me. But I'm the what we're there for is a totally different thing. We're there to make dick and fart jokes with Taylor Self while we watch (laughs) the stuff. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's like guys watching football. It's not like. You know, Tom and Sonny and and I I just can't handle. I watch. It you want to watch it and, and be like, holy shit! Did they just did that cameraman just point down Fee Sagafi's shirt? Did we see nipple exactly, at the finish line? Man. And exactly. you're like, you're watching it by yourself, and you're like, did anyone else see that? And you just want to hear me <laughs> say it so that you're like, fuck, we did see it. A hundred percent. Okay, I understand. Like, I understand. What the hell are you doing, man? And, you know, it's it's you get it. Yeah. Did you know what I'm referencing? Right, they right. we almost saw Fee Sagafi nipple yesterday. Do you, do you remember that? No, but here's the reason why. Oh. Well, for one thing, I, we had a big weekend. We were doing church stuff all weekend. But it's, I already it's, think Fisa Goffey's a, a 10, of- by the way. I think she's hot as shit. But, like, when I saw her like that and I was about to see her nipple, she went into, like, a 15. It's weird. It's, weird. <laughs> it's it was so tough weird. to commit to sitting there by yourself and watching it. If I'm with the group, it's cool. But it's tough to sit there. and watch. I'll put it on my phone in the background and get in the comments. Dude, how about CrossFit Games' official YouTube channel asking where's Trisha at? Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Hey, hey, what, so those people, what do you think is going on over there? What do you think? Do, do you think that the people over there watch this podcast or watch this 100%. feed? Or do you think that they watch Hillary? Are they tripping? Because we're not, I don't think we're particularly nice to them. And no, that's, I think and that's, being, that and that's being mild. Watch. There's people over there that I'm like truly uh, disgusted by. I think there's the, the higher up. The people that you're talking about pushing back on it, but they're also scared of you. Like this is the, this is the CrossFit space, dude. They they don't exist without us. Period. If all of us take our toys and go home and leave the affiliates and stop going to L ones, it's, it's over. This is what's left of CrossFit. Well, you guys fucking took over the chat. I I was like I said, I was like borderline embarrassed. Like. Like, you know, like when too many people go into a restaurant, like you're with like the restaurant, there's 20 patrons there and you go with a crew of 40. You're just like, you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, fuck, we just took this place over. We own this now. Hey, did you know um, who was it? Chase uh, shouted you out. We was by, not by name. He goes, shout out to the other out. podcast who did a live out. podcast during the event. And uh, thanks for those who came before us who gave us this idea. I was embarrassed for Chase. I want to be honest with you. I was embarrassed for him a yeah. little bit. 
I was, I was like, hey, you didn't need to do that. And it's like, you can't do something like that half heartedly. And by the way, I love Chase. You just said your name, dude. Or, or, just, or, yeah, or not say anything. Or not say anything at all. Yeah, that's it's fine. I don't need any credit for that either. It's not my technology. It's like, I, I, it's like I told Spin the other day. I said, "Hey, dude, you guys don't need me for this. And if you and Tyler and 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 John wanted to do your own show, you don't have to come on my show. I would never be like those fucking guys are competing with me or they took my idea. I would never care if Brian's uh, um, what's the uh, the friend Brian friend uh, started his own uh, podcast. I, I would be I'm totally fine. What I'm doing over here is just I'll find more people." You know what I mean? Like this yeah, is, and, and you're right. But at the same time for us, it's not the same thing. Like we'll pop into others, but they're never going to have 600 people like at a, at a thousand, 1200 people watching a live. It's just not the same thing without you. And I mean, I'm hey, no, every I'm time no, Hiller goes live, he has, but, every time Hiller goes live, he has more people than me. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. He usually gets over 350 people live. Really? I think so. It, but, but it's because he talks strictly about CrossFit. He's not gonna. Yeah. He's not but gonna be like. Did you know? So, did you know abortion is blah blah blah? Either. What? He, he also probably doesn't get nearly the level of donations that you do through the the live stream through the chat. Yeah, save your money for mine, no matter where you go. That I am concerned. Yeah. About. Yeah. Don't don't spend well, your money. The other thing around. I would say, the other thing for you, and I'll let you go. There, Heidi's probably having an aneurysm with me on the phone right now. Let but, me see what uh, let me see what Heidi uh, said if she hates you yet. No, they're digging you. Nothing's bad so far. You're good to go. Uh. The other thing is during the live events is when you, you remember all the time you've really gotten money dumped, man. It was at the game during the live events with people running around with iPhones. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of dollars at a time. Dude, let me tell you, You're I would have loved that. Hiller to do that for me this weekend, but it's not the kind of thing I'm going to ask him to do. But fuck, yeah. yeah. I mean, Hiller and Sousa killed that at the games. Yeah, that was just hanging out by where the athletes enter and exit was nuts. Well, it sounds like I'll probably be there with no kids and no wife. So, uh, whatever you need, dude. And but hey, they are they going to give you media passes? Having Beaver in there with a media credential was awesome, dude. Beaver, crazy. Some fucking kid from the fucking army shows up there with a fucking computer and asks the three best questions. Yeah, that, yeah. he was. A yeah, beast. everybody else is like, uh, uh, what did you think of the hairstyles of the people here? And did you hear them applaud at the end of the press conference? What a bunch of idiots. Oh no, I did. I missed that. I would applaud. Oh, for, the whole uh, media group starts applauding at the end of the press conference. Like, what the hell is this? I would applause for uh, 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 Boz. I got, mad, I got mad love for Boz, man. <laughs> mad love. Well, he did a better job at skirting the answer than Berg did. That was a uh, that was horrible. But yeah, shout out to Beaver. He was awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna let you boys go. I am looking into Kumon though. That's a that's a decent price. I mean, it's a lot, but like we said, it's a fraction. We are seriously talking homeschool, and it's all because of you, brother. So, hey, look in your uh, area. Look you. in your area for a school, a public school system that will give you money to homeschool your kids. Okay, they have it. I don't know if that would happen here. Okay, maybe if it was a co-op of some kind. They have that here. They have there. that here in, in Santa Cruz. So basically, you homeschool your kids, but you still get loot. How did? How are the liberals okay with that? I don't know how they're okay with, I don't know. I cannot, I don't know how they think at all, period. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. All right, man. Have a good one. Talk okay. To. Bye. Later. Bye. Hey, I uh, just, this just got in right now. We found, Heidi. we found, Oh, Heidi. Really? We did. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> that is Heidi. That's Heidi in uh 37 years.
Let me hear. Let me hear what she grandma. Oh my goodness! And she's a grandma already. How do you even ask? Um, what is the worst thing about jujitsu for you? And I said, well, I guess uh, rolling around on the mat with sweaty men. And they said, well, what's the best thing about jujitsu? And I said, well, that's easy. It's rolling on around on the mat with sweaty men. I love the sweaty guys in my gym. I do. Okay, send me that. Uh, send me uh, that in the text messages. I'm going to follow her. Wow. Hey, what if I could get her to come on for like ten minutes, like every once a week, and just and and, she, and I could ask her if I could call her Heidi in the future. Uh, and it's, just, it's just a full bit. And that lady plays along with it. Seventy-four. Grandma seven. She's seventy-four. Started jujitsu at sixty-nine years old. Oh my god. Yep. She's competed in a competition. She's a purple belt. <clears throat> Heidi in the future. That's really funny. Do you want to do the Chicago one before I have to rule? <laughs> so, say, say that again. Sorry, I was looking at a text message. Do you want to do the wife. Chicago one before I have to leave? Or do we just want to end it with zero, uh, zero reactions? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. One more time. Canada. The clip was about to bring up about 15 minutes ago, 22 minutes ago. Oh, uh, no, no clips at this point since I've already done. Okay. Just make it a full show of no clips. Or do you want to get a couple of them in real quick? Uh, let, let's do, yeah, we can do Canada. Canada. Here we go. Oh, this was in, uh, uh, this is good. Play it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go this big uh, insecurity about the difference between Canadians and Americans, you know, always trying to prove that there's a difference between Canadians and Americans. We're more polite and we're nicer and well, whatever. The real difference between Canadians and Americans, and I'll tell you what it is and nobody wants to say it is because America, America was born through revolution. Canada was born through compliance. Because the same thing was happening in, in Canada as was happening in America at the time of the American Revolution, except that Americans we didn't want to take it anymore. And they stood up to the greatest power the world has ever seen. The largest army the world has ever seen. And a bunch of farmers stood up with some muskets and said, no, we're not taking this anymore. We are going to form the greatest democracy the world's ever seen. And we're going to kick your And what happened in Canada? We just rolled over and took it. And we begged the monarchy, hey, we'll pay your taxes. We'll do all anything you want. Just please don't hurt us. In fact, not a lot of people know this, but Canada wasn't considered an independent nation and didn't separate independently from Britain until 1982. 1982. Now 1776. That's how far we took it. That's how long we capitulated and rolled over. It was 1982. And we still do it to this day. It's part of our culture. Is to sit back and take everything we can from the government. And believe part it. Part of our culture. And do whatever they tell us. Because that is where we came from. That is our history. And that is the difference between America and Canada. Uh that that was uh in in um response to kind of also what i added with the emma um the emma carey uh speech that i gave in one of those uh shows that we did i want to play one more thing for you and i don't mean to pile on canada although i don't care that i am <laughs> i want you to see this this is justin oh, trudeau yeah. this is justin trudeau in september of 2010 Registering your guns is, is just the first step towards taking away guns from everyone. But that's never going to happen because here in Canada, we have a culture that has, that has grown up with guns and that respects the need. From today forward, 
it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. Effective immediately, it is no longer permitted to buy, sell, transport, import, or use military grade. This guy went from not wanting people to have to register guns in Canada to not wanting anyone to own a gun. Assault weapons in this country. Registering your guns is, is just the first step towards. What do you think happened to him? What the fuck do you think happened to him? Uh, LDY2742, 499. Uh, thoughts on L1 coaches at least being able to do all the movements hard to teach what you haven't learned to do yourself. Uh, can you translate? What's that mean? Thoughts on L1 coaches at least being able to do all the movements hard to teach what you haven't learned. All the there must be a typo in there, an auto yeah, or something. Yeah, something. I, I'm confused by that. Thoughts, thoughts on L1 coaches at least being able to do all the movements, hard so that they so that they can teach. Oh, I got it. I got it. Um, basically, it's saying like uh, thoughts on L1s being able to do all the movements because it's hard to teach it if you don't know how to do it yourself. I mean, what, what about the guy who's in a wheelchair who can't teach an air squat? I think, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think that if you could see and you fundamentally understand the principles of the movements and um, you know the points of performance and you could tell the difference when it's correct and when it's not correct, that, that that's basically all you need because you're kind of an outside perspective. Like, uh, you know, you could do the movement yourself, but you're not going to be able to have the same critical eye a coach would have on you. So as long as you know all your points of performance, you know what you're looking for, you know the principles and the mechanics, then I think that you could that you could uh, teach it effectively without having to do it like a muscle. How, l listen to this comeback. Th this dude has no, um, uh, I kind of admire this kind of thinking. Uh, should you be a coach if you're in a wheelchair? Just like all the, just goes straight to the presupposition that I made. I made the presupposition that yeah. it's valid for someone. And right there is where someone woke would get offended, right? Oh, about that oh, question. E even non-woke. That's where that's where you get offended when someone questions your presupposition. This dude just fucked me up. Licks. He always is good. Is that a picture of the Pope there? What's his picture? Yeah, that's a picture of the Pope. This guy goes hard. I wonder what L I X stands for. Is that like Pope? Is that like what Pope we're on? Pope. Is that is that a, a Roman numeral for something? Is L one of the Roman numerals? I don't know, dude. Put me on the spot. I don't know. L I X. Um, but uh my answer to that question. Should you be able to coach if you're in a wheelchair? Yes. Yes, you should. <laughs> yeah, take that, motherfucker. Uh, the last great king. That's oh. what... Oh, last L-I-X. Uh, St. Louis the Ninth. Oh, interesting. Uh, send me... How do I learn about that? Wikipedia. Uh, caller, hi. Hey, Savant. Hi, this is my first time calling in. I wanted to get in before Susa got off. Colton, we've had you on lots of times. What are you talking about? Oh, you think I sound like Colton Merton? Kind of. Kind of. You kind of do. Uh, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm not from Iowa or Nebraska. Or oh, that, I'm, I've never been good. That's all my all my accents are all jumbled up in my head. Forgive me. Yeah, I'm actually in. I'm working in your favorite city in the country right now. Oh, I'm working in Philadelphia. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you don't like Philly? Philly's a shithole. I've never been. 
Hey, 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 man. Hey, man. I hope you're making <laughs> lots of money. I hope you're making lots of money there. Don't leave your tools out, buddy. That shit will get stolen. Oh, dude, how did you know I have tools? I am actually a contractor. That's what made me call Are you fucking kidding me? Listen, buddy, I know everything about you by that <laughs> accent. <laughs> We've heard it. You're wearing a belt that should have been thrown away five years ago, but fucking it's your belt, and no one's taking it from you. No, that's not true. Oh. I wear a fancy, a fancy, they're called arcade belts. Darn. They use them for skiing a lot. They're stretchy, so they're really nice to work in. Oh, shit, you wear a stretchy belt. I would have never thought that. God, that's so feminine. Tell me the brand. I'm going to bust you up right now. I want to look it up. Arcade belt. Arcade. It's belt. like a skiing and snowboard brand. A you stretchy know, belt. Being a snowboarder. Oh, you snowboard? I don't I don't know you at all. I thought I knew you. I'm fucking nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm, a, I'm an eclectic person. I'm kind of a hick, but I also snowboarded, mountain bike, and rock climb. Do all the weird shit, too. Oh, that that is a nice belt, actually. National, <laughs> National Parks like collection badge on them too. Yeah, look at you. That's kind of cool. You can, like, yeah, I don't know. I got the cheap guy. one that was on. I got the cheap one that was on sale because it's covered in dirt. And cost, I would. So. I would have never thought you had a recycling bin at your house, but I'm starting to think you do. I do. Yeah. All right. I do. All right. <laughs> um. So my question, the reason I was like really excited to call in for the first time, um is uh the the uh previous caller was talking about um his construction worker stepfather not needing to work out but then talking about fat people in construction and i see a lot of the same thing i mean i work for myself so it's just me and one other guy but we have but i've worked with tons of people who are super unhealthy even though they have active jobs and i used to belong to a gym across the gym um which i really enjoyed going to but my personal experience was um and I was interested to see what Pat Souza felt about this or what he would have to say as like a gym owner and a coach who like who really wants people to stick to like the class programming and stuff. I've heard him speak about that. And my experience at my gym was that like I would have if I had hard days at work, like exercise normally will make my body feel better if my body's beat up mm. after work. Mm. And I felt like we did a lot like we did tons of high volume squatting and, and like hinging like whether it's cleans or deadlifts or whatever that like even at lower weights like if i do a ton of like hinging and picking up of objects at work during the day for me that like my back can't handle that hinge volume without getting blown up for like the rest of the week and it basically drove me out of doing crossfit in the gym mm. and into just doing it at my house by myself because because i would speak to the owner and the other coaches there about it and I would basically get like zero support to like, like basically I would get told that like, Oh, well, I mean, if you, if you have a problem with it, you can go off in the corner and like do your own thing. And that, and, you know, and for the money I was paying, like that kind of drove me out of the gym. I don't know if, uh, that's some good advice you you're guys, giving right there, by the way, that's yeah, some great I, fucking affiliate advice. And I have a question and this is what I, I would ask back closer to, to the mic. I think, uh, Susan, for some, sorry, I have a, uh, the question I would have asked to you back if I was the owner of that gym would have said, what, what does, um, what does a good answer to you look like? Like, what do you want to hear? To me, I'm, I'm not looking, I really, I'm looking for some advice, right? Cause like I have, like I went to school for exercise science, um, and then ultimately just stuck in the trades. Um, and so like, I have some like background knowledge, but I don't consider myself an expert coach in any way. And, and so like, for me, like I was just looking for some way, like, like, I don't know if maybe I'm 
Like, I didn't know if maybe my hinge pattern was wrong. If I'm like weak and deficient in certain areas, if it's just over fatigue, that's like, like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, I enjoy doing CrossFit and I like doing like really like fun CrossFit workouts and I like doing cleans and all that stuff. But I just felt like it was like, I couldn't find a way to not blow up my back especially after because you know some days we'd have a in days where we're moving a bunch of doors or a bunch of windows or a bunch of heavy lumber and your posterior chain is already somewhat fatigued and then you come in and you have to do you know like we had like we would have yeah, hold on, let, me right there real quick. let me stop right there again off in the weeds so the reason why i asked you that question is to just kind of tune into what are you looking for right so right when i say you you were like i'm not sure if my hinge pattern is off so then i would have said immediately like hey let's check that out next time you deadlift i'm going to keep you low we're going to cut the reps in half we're going to see if that helps you with the residual and then i would immediately go to hey because of the nature of your job you wanted to do crossfit long term like what is your uh, protocol look like like are you stretching at night do you have an extra 15 minutes after each class that you could do some stretch for your hips and for your low back and or why not uh, first susan i tell you uh, uh, here's what i think he wants he wants people to be like oh, okay we understand uh you can still work out with the group uh, we're going to scale this for you here and instead of having you do a hinge pattern because we know you were bending down picking up nails all day we're going to have you do uh uh, uh hangs so when yeah. the other you're gonna hang for twenty, he just wanted someone to fucking like scale it, either scale or modify it for him for his. It's just like, <clears throat> it's just like if you if you knew that one of your clients was a wrestler instead of having to maybe do burpees right before a match, you had him do something else that was really sports specific, or you, you know what I mean? It's like, is, is that what you wanted? You just wanted to, hey, I'm paying fucking 150 bucks a month. How about cater to help me out here, help a brother out, not put me in the corner, right? Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, don't put me in the corner. Because I was going, you know, I go to CrossFit, like, to be, you know, to feel super healthy and strong, like, like for my job, right? Like, I feel like if I – because I still will do CrossFit at home. I still will lift weights at home. Like, I'll do a lot of RDLs instead of regular deadlifts. Like, I feel like RDLs really, like, don't impede my back as much as they do. Crazy. But, but they hit my – Crazy. But I still get, like, the hamstring and the glutes aspect but it's not very good movement to sub in in like a metcon scenario you know like if you have like a ton of hang clean like or whatever instead like you're not going to do a bunch of rdls i guess like wouldn't really make sense but for me that stuff makes me feel better and stronger to do my job where like all the other things that i enjoy doing so that was my thing with that it's like i enjoy crossfit i don't want i wanted to improve my experience in the other things I do in my life, not impede my ability in the other things I do in my life. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's kind of why I started with that question, because in that way, if you could tell us what like success after the workout looks like, feels like for you, what, what you feel like you're missing or how we can help, then we could start to plug in whatever is needed, whether it's looking at the movement, whether it's reducing the volume, whether it's, you know, changing the time. So you end a little sooner, whether it's changing the movement altogether or whether it's helping you out with a little bit of a, a, uh, stretching and recovery after the workout that you do at the gym before you leave. So that's, that's why yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm Those are definitely, didn't. Yeah. And I think that like, I think it'd be interesting to see, like, I don't know, like I didn't meet a lot of people in the trades and in construction when I was in the gym, when I was in like the two different cross gyms that I've gone to. Um, and I don't know if that's like, because of the intensity of the workout sometimes don't cater to like, like how guys are feeling post work or if it's just like the attitude and the laziness of guys who work in the trade sometimes, like, you know, they're just like, like I was saying, like they just want to eat like shit and drink beer after work. They don't want to like take care of themselves for real. Right. So caller. Thank you. All right, well, that's pretty much what I got. Okay. Appreciate you guys. Thank Bye. You. Um,
Uh, I, I, Eaton Beaver, ten dollars. I know you have to go. Do you have to go? Do, yeah. do you know what this? Before you go, do you know what this is in reference to? He has to be twenty-three, no injuries, and is one of the guys that everyone admires and hates. And when he's in his forties, will rethink everything he thought in his twenties. Damn, I wish I knew what that was in reference to. Reference to that might be in reference like the coaching question of like, can could should you be able to do all the the? I think this was before. I think this was before the question. Anyway, okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Susa. Okay. You staying on? Yeah, just for a few minutes. Yeah. I always get jealous when I have to leave. I understand. I don't blame you. Okay. Audio. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks for being here. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, look at yeah, Kenneth. All right, great call. Good dude. Uh, but Susa has to leave. Yeah. Uh, go take your L one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I did have uh, my plumber. Uh, I got him into CrossFit. Can, does someone have a plumber? A guy who did a lot of plumbing work at my house. I sent him to CrossFit. He works his ass off. I think he makes a shitload of money too. Um, he got a bunch of trucks in the neighborhood. I see. During the call, I got a call from my bank, from one of my credit cards, and I'm kind of tripping. That means like it was um, like someone tried to use it or something. Like it was a security breach. I, I kind of wish I would have answered it. Uh, the guy, oh, the guy and that, uh, the guy that L1. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Should someone in a wheelchair be, if you can't do the movements, should you be, be able to get your L1? And you're saying he, uh, he has to be 23 with no injuries and is one of the guys that everyone admires and hates. Oh, right, right. And now, and when he's in his mid 40s, he'll rethink that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's fair. The guy who's saying, should you not get your L1, um, be, be an L1 coach unless you can do all the movements? Yeah, that's fair. That's a great answer, Eden. That's a good uh, or good uh, postulate, postulate, hypothesis, examination. What do you guys want to do? I kind of want to. Um, I kind of want to. Um, oh, you want to see something crazy? I'll, I'll show you something crazy. Okay, so the 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 Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue has a uh, for 2023. One of them is a tranny named Kim Petrus. And she calls herself, or he calls himself, uh, whatever you want to, however you want to do it, uh, the throat goat. So this is this is the this is the Sports Illustrated 2023. There's like three or four of them. Oh yeah, you guys can see it. There's like three or four of them. Of these uh, Sports Illustrated cover model people. And this is one of them, and it's a dude named Kim Petrus. That you, he, this used to be a boy, and now it's a girl. And her, listen, listen to this song. This, this, this is some of you probably want to like not be on when you hear this. Listen to this. I'm a throat goat. That's that's Kim Petrus's song. That's the that's the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Uh, oh, that's this. That's at the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit uh, 2023 party. He performed there. No gag reflex. Fuck. 
Nuts. Come a long way, Sports Illustrated. I guess uh, um, Martha Stewart is one of them this year, too. The throat goat. <clears throat> uh, Eaton, be call back the bank, caller. It's spam, and let's have fun. No, I don't think so. I think I, I I don't think that was spam. I get a lot of spam during the show, a lot of spam calls. I don't think that was spam for some reason. It was uh, I don't think so. All right. Then here's a uh, a piece on uh, real women. If you're if you're interested in uh, if you're interested in real women, there's kind of a on the other end of the spectrum. That was a that was a fake woman. That was a man dressed as a woman talking about how good he uh, throat goat. For those of you who don't know that, does everyone here knows what that means? Throat goat. Okay. Then there's this this dude. Well, I'm not a misogynist because a misogynist is someone that puts down women. I exalt women to their rightful role. Women are supposed to be women, not men. And every time somebody says that a woman is equal to a man and does what a man could do, and you're you're actually abusing and, and, and de de denigrating women. Women have a unique uh, purpose and they're special. They're fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I support women. So I'm not a misogynist. I don't put down. You're putting down women by saying women can be men. You're putting down women by saying transgenders can be women. No, they can never be women. Women are special, and no man can just convert to a woman today. You're putting down women by saying that. So you're actually anti-women. I'm pro-woman. I'm pro-mothers. I'm pro-wives, and I'm pro-women. First of all, I'm. So there's the there's the uh, other side. There's. There's the uh, there's dudes that become women who are uh, yeah who become the greatest in the world at fellatio, and then there's just dudes who just got another uh, take on women. And there's some probably some shit in the middle. You guys are gonna like this too. This one's great. You guys are gonna love this. Uh, I I really wish this clip was like 40 minutes long and we could just watch like a hundred of these. These would be so good. We could do a hundred of these. Uh, Manny Spiegel, Sevi, uh, uh, a throat coat will let you shove your caulk down their windpipe. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I, I, I understand. Oh, future Heidi. Uh, what, what does throat coat mean? Seriously? God, Jesus criminy. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I do want to talk about it, but over a beer, not on the podcast. Throat coat means you're like the world's greatest at chugging cock. That like you're just a just a crazy cock handler, and it's your your especially with your mouth, exclusively with your mouth, not exclusively. You, you must use your mouth in order to be the throat coat. I don't think you could jerk someone off. Um. <laughs> that wasn't gonna slide, huh? Oh my goodness. Just fucking I just poor Heidi. I'm just so excited. I, I can't wait to see that lady's account and like do a bit with Heidi every every show. It's gonna be or at least once a week. Uh <clears throat> I knew you'd give it a say give in and say it, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so this so this is pretty good. 
This is. Uh, do you think Trump is a racist? This is. This is. Here we go. They, they, they should. Someone should make a hundred of these. This should be a whole series. Maybe it is. Do you think Trump is a racist? He said racist some thing? racist. Shit. He's done some racist things. He probably is racist. Yeah, because people don't believe. I tell them like Trump is a racist, and they don't believe it. So, like, this is one of the things he said before the election. He says you cannot go to a Seven Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. You cannot go to a Seven Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts you can't be like saying racist shit like that yeah you know what i mean if you're like a presidential candidate and you're like on like a national broadcast you can't be like saying racist shit like that yeah so they got to be professional is pretty much what you're saying yeah and if like, you say if you say you have to have an indian accent to go into a 7-eleven you're not supposed to be president let's get that clear you're a racist so right. gotcha, bitch. do you think i don't I, first of all i don't even know how that's so much of this doesn't even make sense to me, but but I but I still like it. Uh, black people voting for Democrats. I haven't seen this. I haven't gone to this account before. Uh, black people voting for Democrats is like slaves hoping their overseers protect them from slave slavers, whips and chains. Yeah, that's a um, that is accurate. Black people voting for Democrats is like slaves hoping their overseers protect them. They're not even trying to hide that. I mean, that, that's what they said. That was that was the whole that was the whole shtick. That was the whole shtick that the North was uh, were bad guys because if we set the slaves free, they would die. Oh, let's see this. Let's see. Uh, is it odd that Mike Pence is literally the only person in Trump's orbit that the FBI hasn't investigated? Why is that? Wow. Nigga ho, nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga snitch, nigga ho, nigga bitch, nigga bitch, nigga nigga ho, nigga bitch. Wow, I never even thought of that. Okay, that's enough uh, conspiracy theory for me for today. Never even thought of that. That's not really my brain doesn't even work like that. Oh, uh, this one's great. This is great. I bring this to you so that you understand, uh, uh, so that we understand discernment and trusting your own perspective. Discernment and trusting your own judgment, your own eyes, your own ears, your own experiences. Trust your own experiences. Does it make sense to you? to force an injection on the entire U.S. military from potentially a, uh, a sickness that came from what supposedly our biggest enemy. Like, um, so, something's not right, right? Like, you're like, hold on, put the brakes on that. Let's, let's sit down. Let's, let's chill for a second and see what happens, especially for a sickness that doesn't kill men between the ages of um, zero and 25 which is what predominantly our military is full of. Why, why, so, so I'm just using that as an example. Why, why would you do that? Why would you inject all of these men who have no chance of dying from something that possibly could have came from our enemy? It's, it's just a, in no way in hell does it make sense. You, gotta, you don't have to make an opinion or anything, but you got to just like hit the brakes. Are you telling me I should get off? I'm done. Except on your breakfast is getting cold on the countertop. And holy shit, that's crazy that you said that because it probably is. But I'm, my feelings are hurt. Okay, Th this is so great. 
This is Seattle, people. This is Seattle. They're trying to convince people that it's okay that someone smokes fentanyl, heroin, weed on a public bus. They're trying to make it okay to fucking smoke drugs on a public bus. Imagine sitting there with your child on the bus, but but how is anyone a Democrat? How the fuck is anyone a Democrat? Here we go. Numbers show there were 1,885 reports of drug use on buses in 2022. 52 bus operators reported being exposed to smoke from drugs and 16 bus drivers filed for workman's comp due to chemical exposure. This isn't secondhand smoke. This is smoke being lit on, on, on luminous fall that's coming directly into the air that us bus drivers are breathing. You know, and it makes me really, really sick. Amazingly, some King County health officials seem to suggest it isn't a problem at all. We're not seeing folks developing uh, secondhand exposure from touching, from, you know, this is just. She's defending. She's defending smoking drugs on the bus in Seattle. It's not happening. In a metro transit. You, you don't, you, there, at that point, you just got to put on the brakes with everything. Uh oh, something's not right here, right? That like you, you just know something's not right. Like, wait a second, she's she's defending smoking drugs on a bus. Meeting last year, Thea Oliphant Wells from King County Public Health said there's no data to suggest fentanyl smoke is a hazard to riders or drivers. There's no data that shows that smoking fentanyl on the bus is a hazard to riders or drivers. There's no data. And in fact, she said smoking in public is safer for the fentanyl user. We want people. It's safer for the fentanyl user to smoke on the bus. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, to be using in a place where if they overdose, they can be um, discovered. According to the health department's website, there's no real risk for the everyday person being exposed to secondhand opioid smoke. For a week, we've asked to speak with the health department, but they declined an interview, despite their claims that media gets it wrong when covering fentanyl dangers. We have so much false reporting around fentanyl. Um, there's a lot of misinformation that's out there. So I, I just tell you this. Uh, do you think that the so when you're weighing whether you should vote Democrat or Republican, remember, like, like you don't have to like the Republicans. When you want to live next door to a Christian or someone who like cringes at the word Christianity, you don't have to you don't have to like Christians. You just have to be like, what's going to make society better? What's it going to make it safer for me to walk to the store, for my kids to ride the bus, for me to be able to like stay out late night in the park? Is it these fucking people? Or this bitch? This is nuts. I can't even believe this is real again. It's for the drug users. Um, they're, they're looked out for first. Metro numbers show. They're looked out for first. Go build us another fucking George Floyd memorial, why don't you? Imagine, imagine being melanated and that like being a huge part of your identity. Like not only are you black, but you're like, yeah, I'm a black man or I'm a black woman. And like, you're so fucking proud of it. Like I'm an Armenian man and I'm an, I'm so proud of it. And, oh yeah, I'm so proud. And that's cool. I get it. You know, part of me, I have a little bit of that in me. I'm so proud to be Armenian. I'm so proud to be a black guy, whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, 
the 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 poster child for your group is George Floyd or Michael Brown or Breonna Taylor. Holy fuck, I would be so fucking pissed. I would be so pissed. Didn't we already establish we got fucking Denzel? Thomas Sowell? I'm so glad I, I'm so glad that that lady in Seattle isn't parading around as a fucking typical white person or, or an Armenian short Armenian guy. What a fucking mess. Trust your own discernment, people. Just trust. Trust yourself. Like soon as someone like don't be like, well, the data shows that it's perfectly okay to smoke fentanyl on the bus. Uh, no, thank you. Jay Z got a two hundred million dollar house. Did you guys see that? Most expensive house ever uh, sold uh, in the United States. Two hundred. Uh, oh. Oh, you know what's crazy? Jay Z. Oh shit! These two stories got mixed up together. I have this other. There's a guy named Jay Morant. Ja Morant. You guys know who that is? NBA star, signed a two hundred million dollar contract, and he's been flashing a gun. This is like his third time he's flashed a gun at a um, at a strip club. Crazy. Anyway, I got my two stories mixed up because of two hundred million dollars. Oh, you guys are sending me text messages. Um, oh, the prosecutor for George Floyd just wrote a book. I wonder if that's worth reading. <clears throat> what happened to the guy? What was the guy's name who, who, who was accused of killing him? Convicted of killing him? What happened to him? I got my notes all fucked up here. You guys all know the difference between uh, jelly and jam? I'm not doing this one either. Never mind. I know I know you guys know that one. All right, I'm done. My, my breakfast is waiting for me. Number 10, being a parent. I got all my notes here. I got spoiled because Susa was here. Oh, here it is. God, let's finish with this. This is so good. Oh, my God, this is so good. Here we go. This is fun. This is fun. Here we go. Uh, he, said, he says, don't push your kids. I'm here. Push kids to do anything. Pushing means you're standing behind him, pushing him forward. Don't push. Pull. Pulling means I'm going, come with me. So you have to create a lifestyle that children find irresistible. A lifestyle that they want to follow and want to run to keep up with you. Don't push. Don't push kids to do anything. Pushing means... You're standing behind him, pushing him forward. Don't push. Pull. Pulling means I'm going, come with me. So you have to create a lifestyle that children find irresistible. Create a lifestyle that children find irresistible. It's fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. And to do that, you have to raise your kids, by the way. You have to actually raise your kids. Uh, the political prisoner, Derek Chauvin, serving time, appealing to conviction. Yeah, that's the way I see him. Uh, Bust, Buster, uh, Buster Hyman, uh, eventually Chauvin will get overturned and hell, hell, on, hell on earth will break out. 
yeah, I think it'll get overturned too also. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. Great show. Uh, it, it does look like we picked up probably over 100 live viewers throughout the show, maybe 200 today after that storm of semifinals talk. Boy, this really felt like a CrossFit show. For the longest time, I was trying to fight making this a CrossFit show or not. Maybe I should just fucking accept it. This is a CrossFit podcast. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's good that I fight it. That tension um, is good. Jody, hi. Oh, I got to. I got to go. I'm, I'm doing a show tonight with Ty Emery. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. She's uh, she's a fighter, uh, a professional fight league fighter, PFL. It's going to be a great show. Lean in. I don't know. I don't know. I know. That's good advice, uh, Pedro. Yeah, you guys killed it. Uh, uh, Jessica Valenzuela, Estebanistas, we're promoting you on the seat. I know. It, absolutely. It, it, I can't thank you guys enough. It was, it was great. All right. Love you guys. Uh, have a great day. Party hard. Uh, walk barefoot. Uh, be in the sun. Um, turn down uh, eating something bad and uh, do something nice uh, for someone. Um I actually meant to, that's one of the things I wanted to be a theme for people to call in. If you, if there's nice things that you're doing for people, I always like to hear the stories or like incidents you had where you did something nice for someone, picked up a stranger, helped someone at the counter buying something when they didn't have enough cash, all that stuff that just makes people get a little faith in uh, humanity. Um, fix your neighbor's car, change someone's tire, all that shit. I love those stories. And uh, so uh, do that. Be cool. As Gandhi said, be the be the change you want to see, be the example you want to see in the world. Remember that. Hold that uh, tight to your chest. Uh, eat pizza and uh, do drugs. No, no, not eat pizza and do drugs. Okay, bye.